welcome everybody to the 24th episode of the Genuine Convos podcast. We have today Jayla, what's your last name again? Gulmaliva. How do you, how do you pronounce it again? Gulmaliva. Gulmaliva. Yes. How do you spell it? Just for I, like later. Um, I need it for okay. like the name. G-U-L-A-M-A-L-I-Y-E-V-A. That's pretty sick. Gulmaliva. Yes. Gulmaliva. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to uh, begin by asking you like, have you taken both the shots yet? I just have my first one. Do you, you don't want to take the second one? No, I, I don't know. Because I, um, I think they're supposed to email me when it's time. And they haven't Where, yet. Do they like... Um, do you have to take it at like a specific place? Because you're at nursing and everything? No, just regular as like everyone else, I guess. Oh, okay. Where do you take it from? Sorry? Where do you usually take yours from? Where, where did you take the first one from? I took it at like the old Rona place. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I think everyone gets it from there nowadays. Yeah, I was pretty bad there. I really didn't like the environment. <laughs> it was scary. Yeah, why? I've no. I didn't take the shot, so I don't know. Are you not gonna? No, I don't think so. Okay. Because <laughs> it's like um, it's it's not even FDA approved yet, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know how I'm gonna react and everything. So I don't want to like die from it, you know? Yeah, that's true. Because you never know. In the future, there might be like reactions that wasn't um that weren't accounted for before, right? That's true. Like, people are having um, blood clots and stuff, and people are actually dying from it, apparently. Yeah. Like, heart attacks and stuff, but who knows? <laughs> Is this, like, a direct I- attack? Because, like, am I going to die? Yeah, you never know, right? Yeah. Are you planning on getting your second one? Yeah. I mean, I already got my first one, so, like, you know, might as well go full send, I guess. Yeah. When are you planning on getting your second one? Probably in a week or two. Mm. I've yeah. heard, like, a lot of people get sick after they take their second one. Really? Yeah. Ooh, like I my mean, sister got sick too when she got her second one yeah like how sick it was i think it was pretty bad like she was feeling like you know fever and stuff but then overnight it went and went away okay yeah a bunch of people from work um got sick too they told me and then they were like they called in sick because they were feeling sick yeah but then they it, it went away overnight oh, well i hope that doesn't happen i don't know i worked the very next day because my arm was just hurting but that was it yeah for the first shot, at least. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think the first shot, like, um, has that much of an um, ad- adverse effect. The second one does, though. Yeah. I've heard, at least. I don't I know. Mean, I don't know. I read the ingredients of the vaccine. Oh, really? Yeah. What is it? The first ingredient is, like, water, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just drink water. Then. I mean, just drink water, literally. But what else is there? I don't know. Antibodies. Um... But it's, like, a new technology, right? yes what do you mean like it's mrna or whatever right yeah i've i've studied it in bio but i totally forgot okay mrna i i probably studied it too but it's like where um it accounts for the protein right it makes the protein yeah because it's the the, other side of the dna yeah i think so okay (laughs) yeah i i I forgot totally about it too but that's the thing like we've never done anything like this in human history before and um we don't know like the long-term effects of it like normal vaccines they're just dead antibodies apparently or Mm -hmm. dead viruses and people just like um build their own antibodies from it right that's how a normal vaccine works but then this vaccine nobody really knows how it reacts yeah because there's different types um and you know this has happened before there was like medicine like a couple of decades ago Mm -hmm. and like pregnant women would take it for morning sickness and then their babies came out was like no limbs oh i know i've heard of that yeah and it was like um, a huge I've, deal 
fuck i forgot i i, I was watching a documentary on yeah, it too i i it forgot scary, what it's yeah. called but yeah and all those kids now they like they're like paraplegics or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Qu- uh, quadruple quadru- para- whatever paraplegic, like, i don't know yeah like they're just not having it and uh-huh. it's not even their fault like imagine that right because mm-hmm. people don't know any better they we're just literally just experiment it's like a big experiment on humanity it is and we think that you know just because we're so like far into like society or whatever we're like gonna trust anything but should you really trust it because um you know just like maybe a hundred years ago people would do cocaine and they would <laughs> like literally yes cigarettes were looked at as like a good thing right yes and um the like doctors were even promoting it cigarettes and stuff yes they said like cigarettes. oh i think it was cigarettes that caused like the limb problems in um pregnant women i think no it wasn't cigarettes no. it was something it else was then. some drug that people would use for like nausea and headaches and stuff oh like morning sickness mm-hmm. yeah I, I i remember watching something like that but i totally forget what it's it a was real thing and also even a couple hundred years ago there was a radium you know like the radioactive stuff y- iradium or radium radium yeah, yeah, yeah people would use it on their face because it would make them have nice skin and then their <laughs> jaw started to like melt off oh my god and then they all died well it's radioactive yeah it's pretty i mean it's pretty self-explanatory but see, in the it? moment they didn't know that in the moment they're like okay everything is great and now my skin is so clear and now we're all like everything is great and now i'm immune but like what if we're all just gonna yeah die but it, see that's like a long-term effect right they figured it out later i mean i don't know right or no yeah it wasn't like immediate the jaw was just yeah falling it wasn't off. <laughs> <laughs> you're putting it up your jaw is just falling off that melting suck. wow can you imagine if we have like a if we have like nuclear war right now well i imagine what, like i just wonder what would happen like would we just vanish or what i mean we'll probably die a very miserable death but it would be a quick death right it depends on the exposure if you're right next to it, you're just gonna burn alive but if you're like <laughs> if you're far away then it's gonna be the radioactivity if you're far away then you're probably gonna get like all types of cancer possible and then die within a month yeah i don't think it'll be a good death um <laughs> i mean if you're close by it then it'll be a really good death yeah quick death i mean at that point it's like is it worth living or should you just like kill yourself, kill yourself? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question yeah. yeah we should we should discuss that more in detail uh, should we okay well i mean you could say that about anything though like if you just don't like something about your life you could just kill yourself yeah that is true or you could just fix it <laughs> work on yourself but then i don't know it's kind of like a deep question it's like what's the point of fixing it um, right yeah. okay maybe this is a better question what's your view on like life do you think it's like linear and like well i guess my question is what do you think comes after death what is your point of view on it um well before i kind of just felt like after you die you're just like gone mm-hmm. whatever but recently after like a couple months ago really i became pretty like spiritual about it and now i believe in reincarnation so wait what what made you more spiritual what was the stimulus um i don't know just i started meditating a lot and like Mm. looking into myself and some other things yeah um and i don't know i was just like i don't know covid maybe had a big impact on it too right probably because you have a lot of free time a lot nothing to do on the free time yeah i don't know and you have like all those thoughts that you've stuffed down for years and years that just pop up you know Mm -hmm. and you gotta deal with them finally 
And I think that's why during this whole pandemic thing, lots of people are like, oh, the depression rates are higher than ever. Mm-hmm. It's because people now, like, instead of actually distracting themselves with life, they have to, like, sit down and, like, look at themselves. Figure it out, yeah. Figure it out. And that's why everyone's like, okay, I actually hate myself. And that's why depression went up. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's also a good time because, like, if you if you actually work on yourself during this time, you can actually, like, um, get better, I think, from that condition if you do have depression and stuff or yeah. if you have like anxiety or like negative thoughts I, I i think everybody has like negative thoughts and anxiety to some degree right i think everyone living in the modern society does yeah i think it's just how you react to it like what determines your path like are yeah. you you know i think it's a very like literally it's just one choice away from either making yourself better or going into like a deep hole that you like won't come out of mm-hmm. yeah but I think, don't you think at any time you could um, counteract that, like work on it? I mean, I don't know, because I look at it the same way. I think people are always looking at mental issues as something that you have control over. But at the end of the day, it's like you can't have control over your broken or your messed up liver. So if your brain right. is an organ, it's also messed up. So it's like, can you really control it? Like, and to what extent? right mm-hmm. life is such a weird thing isn't it yeah like, it is a weird thing. It, it's such a mystery to me I've, I've wondered about it since like i was a little kid i always felt like out of place you know like what the hell am i doing here what is this like yeah. body you know like felt alien. so weird yeah yeah alien body you know and that's the thing some people actually believe they're aliens because <gasps> i sometimes i have maybe those i'm an alien too. maybe you are maybe i am holy shit and I feel like, well, me personally, I have these spots because people are just like, even my parents and my siblings, like everyone's mm-hmm. just living their life. They're like, okay, I'm going to go to work now and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to go to the groceries. store. Yeah, like a boring linear lifestyle, yeah, right? and I'm like, okay, I get it, but like, what the hell? Like, you're just going to live your life, eat your granola bars. Like, I don't... Eat <laughs> <laughs> your granola bars, that's so random. Like, it's, it's pretty random, funny though. but it's just like, I find it really unsettling that everyone's uh-huh. just okay with it and I'm like, okay what's going on like yeah you know like i've told you before i think like i have i've had a couple of those like deja vu moments i don't have it like as often right now but when i was a little kid i I used to have a lot of them yeah like i I used to um i remember this one specific time like i was in a taxi in my country Mm -hmm. i was getting i was coming back from school and i felt like i was i was i did this before like this exact same thing and i was like holy fuck that was the first time and i was like i got scared I was like, what is this? It's really scary. And I get that a lot. Even right now, like, I'd never been here before ever. And I'm just like, why does this feel so familiar, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of creepy. Yeah. And maybe it's because none of this is really real. And this is just like a programming. Like an illusion. Could like be. an illusion. Or we're in a microverse inside of another microverse. And it's just like, it keeps going. Yeah. You know? Um, I can't even comprehend that. My brain I is not can't. wired to comprehend that i I, I have a friend um he, he has a theory on like deja vus he says what if like we we're like dying at that moment in another multiverse that's why we felt like we feel like we've lived this moment already because you know like how there's like parallel universe theory mm-hmm. what if like you're dying in another um parallel universe but you're still alive here yeah I mean, I kind of think that's not even a theory. To me, I feel like that is, like, the reality. Like, right now, everything that's happening, I feel like it's echoing in, like, an infinite other realities. Universes? Yes. 
do like, you, you believe in the parallel universe theory then oh yeah i believe it like i literally like live my life based on it yeah mm-hmm. how so like does it affect your life in some way it does and sometimes i'm like it's a good thing and then other times it's not a good thing okay it's a good thing because i feel like since there's so many infinite like realities that everything i do is going to determine like my own reality mm-hmm. like i could do whatever i want but it also gave me a very like nihilistic way of life because i'm always like nothing really matters you know mm. because yeah so insignificant not only i'm like one person in a billion like billions but like i'm one person in a infinite amount of myself too right you yeah. know so i'm like okay that's kind of a trippy yeah thought. i don't know have you ever looked into like um psychedelics and stuff okay so since we're talking about it i wasn't gonna but yeah i had lots of trips <laughs> oh you did yes. really yes shit tell me about it um i'm fascinated so by psychedelic when I was trips saying, like meditation and other things yeah by other things i meant yes lsd and shrooms oh okay <laughs> um yeah they really like open you up to this kind of new realm of thought like a new kind of realm i guess new, new universe realm. Yeah, because I feel like every day that we're living, we're kind of like in a program. Mm -hmm. Like we're programmed because, um, well, if you look at our bodies, like as humans, like we're just functioning by ourselves. Like you're not controlling your heartbeat or your whatever, you know. So it's the same thing with your mind. If you ever look back at like a week ago, I was, you know, brushing my teeth and then I was eating. Like, were you really controlling that or were you just following the programming? Yeah, you're kind of like... um, in an autopilot mode yes. to say the it's the best kind of description yeah. i think and then when you're tripping you don't do that you're basically like just sitting there and all of a sudden you're not longer in a program you're actually like in the moment and you're like whoa like where am i you're fascinating like really with these <laughs> stories <laughs> like and yeah and ever since then i've been feeling that a lot about everything like i just be working and i'm like i've been working here since three years but why now i'm actually like sitting here and feeling like like experiencing yeah. this moment and everything you're doing it feels like you're doing it for the first time right yeah because, i've had those moments yeah. too a lot it's it's almost like um it happens in meditation i think like when you when you stop your thoughts and actually start like being in the moment and just like feeling things around you yeah. seeing things around you it feels like you've you've never really like noticed this part of your house or like this part of like your your like backyard or whatever right because <laughs> i meditate in my backyard yeah. And, like, sometimes I see shit that I've never seen before. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, that's because your thoughts and your emotions and everything you think and do, like, that's not really you. Yeah. That's just the human mind. And the human mind, I mean, yes, you're living in this human body and your human mind, but, like, that's not really you. Mm-hmm. So if I'm, like, sad about, like, what my friend did and all that drama, like, yeah. yes, I'm sad about it, but it's, like, is that really me being sad about it or is it like your ego it's my yeah it's my ego i'm conditioned to be sad about it right but then when you actually sit down and you're in the moment i'm like what am i doing like is my cat currently like crying because i didn't feed her enough no yeah she's not mad at me she's just living her life right could be something else could be something else you know and i feel like we as humans we're always like programmed to think about the past or the future Mm -hmm. and not the present moment yeah well i think like back in the day when we were like living amongst nature, I think that was more um, easier to do because we're supposed to live amongst nature, not like in boxes like this, you know? And I mean, I like, don't know. it has advantages, you know, like temperature control and whatnot. 
and everything is like at your disposal. You have food, you have you have shower if you want to take shower, you have TV and everything. I mean, I know that the thing that kind of like irks me is like you said, we're supposed to be living in that nature, but also at the same time, if we were given was the ability like our brain, right? We were talking about evolution, like we evolved yeah. our brain, but we were we started off with a superior brain. And in the first place, right? Technically. Or like primal brain, you mean? Primal brain, yeah, yeah. But then we evolved. So technically, if we kept evolving, then isn't this where we are supposed to be truly? Because... Yeah, but like if if you look at like evolution, it takes a lot of years to happen. Yeah. Right? Like millions and millions of years. And the rate at which we are innovating, the rate at which we're like um, building things, new things, I don't think we can evolve that fast. It takes generations well, to we evolve. Did, though. Not really though. Like all the think about all like the mental issues, all the physical problems we have. I think some of it has to do with the fact that we live in boxes like these. I mean, it's not just us though. Like there's uh, insects that have like weird fungi growing on them, and like, yeah, you know, like that stuff just happens. And trees die because a parasite attacks mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the same as us getting like cancer and dying. Like right. is it not? So but it doesn't like, happen to like let's say in a in like one square kilometer it doesn't happen to like let's say all the trees or like most of the trees it happens to like one or two trees while in humanity right now it's way more way more of our population are having diseases like that i mean it was uncommon a few years ago like a few decades ago to say that oh somebody had cancer like it was like oh you just had the worst luck in the world but right now it's just so common everyone in everyone's family someone has cancer okay but a couple uh, hundred years ago people you wouldn't know about the cancer because maybe we didn't even have the technology to test for it. Maybe people would just die. And you'd be like, oh, he died of, right. like, you know, good point. whatever, you know? I, but I maybe never thought he about did that. die of cancer. You don't know that. <laughs> I never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> but what kind, of, um, what kind of psychedelics do you take? LSD. Just LSD? And shrooms. What kind of shrooms? Um, I took golden teachers. Golden teachers? Yeah. Is that a, a type of shroom? Yeah, there's lots of different ones. Yeah, I know like, that. Like, they do different things, too. Uh-huh. Like, some are more visual effects. That's when you're trying to, like, you know, just see the world differently. And some are, like, more spiritual. Right. It yeah. changes you, makes you think about your life and stuff. Yeah, and those are, like, the same things that, like, shamans do. In, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's still probably, like, you know, people are like, oh, I want to go to Europe. I want to do this. But I'm like, my dream would be to go to some type of like meditation. Forest or some shit and yeah. just do it. And then some old guy with a huge beard would just like give me some weird drug and then be like, everything's okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Is it though? And yeah. I don't know. See, that's why I was like so interested to have you on because I know you have like some interesting experiences and you have yeah. interesting points of views. That's why. I mean, um, yeah. I how, many, how many times have you taken LSD? Um, I done it LSD like four times now, mm. and shrooms probably five times. The thing with that though is you have to like it's not something you can do like a lot because you have to wait at least like two or three weeks in between because mm-hmm. your tolerance has to reset. Right. Yeah. It, does it have like a long lasting effect? Like you feel it a couple of days later too? Or um. No? Yeah. There's this thing. Not much with shrooms, but with LSD, it's called the afterglow. Mm-hmm. And after you take it, you're just like feeling um this is weird i took it and then i went to work the next day and i had such a weird interesting shift yeah i'm like everything is fine it's as it always is but i was just feeling so great i'm like wow like it no longer felt like i'm working it felt like yeah. i'm in a i'm in space right now <laughs> oh, okay. playing a game and i'm just like 
doing some weird like tasks yeah weird tasks i mean that's what it is right as you said everything is insignificant like the problems that we think are like problems to us are not are really like doesn't matter in the big scale of things especially when you sit down and you realize that all your problems like you created those problems because as the human mind is always trying to find new things to worry about where you really should just sit down and be like everything is fine i need to shut the hell up and just live in the moment you know you said it beautifully like looking for problems to think about yeah yeah and i do that a lot even though i don't like to think of it that way but i do feel like i had some type of like enlightenment experience Mm, okay but it's not something that stays with you you have to keep working on it because even though i had that i still keep finding myself worrying about useless things all Mm -hmm. the time and then i'm like okay calm down like it doesn't matter yeah 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 exactly Mm -hmm. um damn i was gonna ask you a question i totally fucking forgot oh no um oh um what did you did you see anything during your lsd experience yes you see a lot of things like what um like you, you see, see entities and stuff entities you okay i didn't see like an entity but i felt them mm. i felt like i was being watched and oh. this is creepy it's not really scary but you know to some people it might be unsettling but even now i feel like i'm always being watched mm-hmm. not like necessarily, like guided kind of you mean kind of guided and that's why i started believing in god because i was an atheist yeah, yeah. like even three four months ago and i know now, you told me yeah yeah i'm not anymore because i don't know and you know i'm saying all this and i could just be like insane like nuts like i could just be <laughs> saying this but it's like it's how i feel you know i don't think that's insane like a lot of people have changed during this like i don't know if it's covid or like the time that we're living in i don't know i don't know what it is but i have to like i started meditating too like a couple months ago mm-hmm but I do th- do this like specific kind of meditation, like um, cold shower meditation and stuff. Oh. And outside too sometimes mm-hmm. in the evening time. It's called the Wim Hof method, but it's not like meditation meditation. It's more like just um, bringing blood to like the primal part of your brain mm-hmm. so that you can shut everything off. Yeah. And just like live in that moment, like force you- forces you to live in that moment. But anyways, like I was going to say, I don't think you're insane. Like I think a, a lot, of- I've-, I've done a podcast with a, bunch of people like a few weeks ago or in this in this whole month mm-hmm. and a lot of people are changing nowadays yeah it's not just you like honestly i don't mm-hmm. know what it is it's maybe just the time we're living in i think so too because i feel like we are kind of like people are seeking out these things people are seeking out therapy and you know social support because and not necessarily because they're like oh like i always wanted it it's because now they feel the need to they're like okay i feel so lost in life that i like if i don't seek this out like i'm just i'm like, gonna die i'm gonna yeah. die like yeah. literally like that's what an existential crisis crisis is. is yeah and it's terrifying have you ever had one before i i'm constantly having it i'm having it right now <laughs> <laughs> what like what does it mean by existential crisis i've heard of it a lot it's just like who am i oh okay like, like your identity pretty much like uh. not okay not for everyone some people are like what is this universe like what's my place in the universe i mean that's technically the same question though right is the same just put in the same way i mean in the in a different way i mean like questioning the universe that's more like what's the meaning of everything right and questioning yourself is kind of like what am i doing right what i what am i what is my purpose like what is my purpose yeah Yeah. i mean i ask that question every single day every single day i think everyone asks that question unless you're like 
corporate slave living Obviously, like a like the rat race. yeah like yeah. A, a robot unless you're a robot most people are nowadays especially like older generations a lot of them are just robots but i feel like we are too in a way like that's why i'm having this crisis because i can be like oh i'm self-aware la 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 whatever uh-huh. but am i not doing the same shit like i'm going to my minimum wage job and then i'm going to school to get another job yeah but it's and the- then i'm gonna work till i retire and then probably have some weird average family and you know travel twice a year and well wow i'm so happy um just the fact that you have that awareness the different different awareness is transformative enough of itself right like that's how it starts in your head with a different point of view but am i doing anything about it though you know well eventually it'll happen i had a different point of view since i was a little kid and then i didn't act on it until i was like 13 years old mm-hmm. so 13 years of nothing doesn't mean you're, you're going to be the same all your life because you're evolving every single day but that's kind of what hurts too because i like to think of myself like oh like two years ago i was this happy person and even if i was oblivious you know sometimes i'm like was a was i better off that way mm-hmm. being happy but like kind of just going through the motions of life yeah. and now i'm kind of just like you know, I'm actually living everything. And I'm like... Like you have a burden almost. A burden. Because this reality is not necessarily like that fun. Yeah. You know? It's not like full of rainbows or it's anything. It's not yeah. full of rainbows. And I'm like... Everyone's like, oh, like most of life is suffering. And you have to overcome these adversities. But yeah. I'm like, why should I have to? Like, I didn't ask to be born. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is true. But know? there is like some people that believe that I, they they chose to be... they ch- Yeah, they chose to be born on this planet for a reason or whatever. That's how I felt like when I was a little kid. I felt so confused. But like at a certain age, I started feeling that like, like you said, like somebody's guiding you, right? I've always felt that like throughout my life. And um, shit like that always scares me too, because I don't know what the hell is going on, right? Yeah. If there's like a ghost around me all the time and shit. And then it's like, if I mess up, I'm like, oh, well, like, I'm sorry. But who am I apologizing right. to? You yeah. Know? Who are you apologizing who are you? to? And I think, I really do think life is suffering. And that's why Buddhists, you know, mm, yeah. the thing Nirvana. Do you know what that is? Yeah, yeah, of course. Not the band. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Hey, so, I'm from Bangladesh, okay? Oh, I'm I know sorry. A lot yeah, of you probably shit. know more than me, but I just saw a documentary and it was just saying how, like, we get reincarnated and it's a cycle. Yeah. And they basically meditate in order to stop the cycle, mm-hmm. which means they're basically acknowledging that life is crappy and they don't want to get reincarnated. They want this life to be like, okay after this like peace out yeah yeah yeah. like i don't want to come back to this Uh uh-huh and isn't that kind of like okay like if i'm not getting reincarnated then i don't know it's just confusing to me because i'm like you don't want to get reincarnated but then you're just living your life right like it's your last life Mm -hmm. but like if you i feel like if you kind of um figure out your life more or less like find your purpose and whatnot and like do the things you really like doing Mm -hmm. i think like life doesn't have to be suffering or even if it is suffering that suffering is is um kind of good it's it's pleasure almost to mm-hmm. me like for example i like to torture myself from time to time <laughs> oh. i'm a weird person like like, how? I, like I like to that. take um cold showers a lot okay. like i take cold showers every single day even even though it's painful like even in winter times when it's minus like 30 i take Are cold showers yeah <laughs> okay. and i go in the snow sometimes and just lay there wow just in my underwear you know wow. <laughs> my neighbors are probably thinking what the fuck is going on <laughs> <laughs> i'm a weird kid anyways yeah. and like i like people work out right but i work out to the point where like i just don't have any energy like you exhaust yourself yeah i just feel good you know maybe i don't know i, I don't want to consider myself like an addict or whatever but 
I can control myself, <laughs> but like I feel good in that kind of pain. You know what I mean? That kind of pain is like pleasure to me. I feel alive in those moments. Yeah. Because I'm, I, in my mind, there could be nothing worse than that. You know, like I'm already going through the the worst thing that I can go through, mm-hmm. and nothing else can like I guess bring me down. Yeah. So in that sense, like if you kind of do the things that you like i guess um have you read the book um fuck i forgot the name of the book by mark manson uh the subtle uh, the, art yeah of not yeah fuck. yeah have you read that yep in that book he says life is full of problems but you just gotta pick the problems that you gotta worry about yeah you have to like choose your battles you know you don't you yeah. can't because realistically you can't like care about everything yeah you have to choose the things you like are putting your energy towards basically yeah so in that sense, if you, um, if you figure out what you want to do with your life, even even when you're like living your dream, there's gonna be pain. But then that that pain is contributing towards your happiness, I guess. You know what I mean? Pain is yeah. like an essential part of this life. I think we look at pain as humans as like a bad thing because it, I guess, makes us feel pain or bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be necessarily. One thing meditation teaches you is that, let's say for example, physical pain. Mm-hmm. Um, why are we afraid of physical pain? Because we we are afraid of the fact that we can't bear that pain in the, in the next moment, right? But you're already bearing it in that moment. So what says that you can't bear it in the next moment? You know what I mean? Like, if somebody... Um, okay, this is a fucked up example. Somebody cut off your hands, Yeah. let's say. It, it's going to hurt, right? Mm-hmm. But you're bearing that pain in that exact moment. It's just that fear that you can't bear that pain in the next moment that makes, that gives fear the, or that gives pain the negative connotation, right? Mm -hmm. So in a sense, uh, pain and suffering is not really bad. It's just that we, we label it as bad, right? Yeah. I guess it is how you react to it. I, I think I would prefer physical pain, um, because okay i feel like physical pain like if i hit my pinky on something i'm like <laughs> damn that hurts you know uh, but i'm like okay realistically, i think a lot of people can relate <laughs> yeah like you know you ever walk and just that's like, the worst freaking, type of pain yeah you just break your toe it feels like you uh-huh. broke it you know yeah. it hurts like a bitch and you're just like okay this hurts but i know it's gonna stop in like two minutes yeah you know and that's why physical pain i'm just like whatever i'm gonna handle it for now and then everything's gonna be fine yeah but mental pain, I feel like, is worse because, you know, whether it's grief, someone died, mm-hmm. you know, you just got broken up with or mm-hmm. you just lost your job, you don't know when that pain's going to stop. Right. Because you don't control it. And that's, like, the fear. And that's why depression, like, all of that stuff, it's, like, an anxiety because you're always worrying about the future. Yeah. Like, am I always going to be this miserable? Mm-hmm. You know? And... I was listening to this guy. He's like a spiritual teacher. His name was Eckhart Tolle. Tolle, Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. And he was saying how most people, their whole life is basically waiting to get past this moment. Yeah. Like every moment you're living in, you're like, this is miserable. So I need to do this to get to the next moment. Uh Okay. I'm working. Can't wait till Saturday. It's Saturday. Oh, I'm driving to a party can't wait to be at the party you're at the party oh i can't wait to, to get back home to yeah. get back home you know you're always like looking you're towards always the future or something yeah yeah you're always looking for the next moment that will be better than this exact moment and that's really messed up 
It is. Yeah. And most people live that way. Most I'm, people I'm guilty way. of it too. Yeah. I can't lie. Me too. Like really, like just, just like yesterday, I could think of doing that. Yeah. You know, like I was, uh, oh, I was working and I, was, I couldn't wait to like get back home because yeah. <laughs> it was a long shift. I mean, I get that, you know, and it's hard. It's hard to be like working retail and just like you're sitting there. You're like, wow, I'm enjoying this so much. Like, I kind of <laughs> like it though. I mean, I kind of like the winner's experience. I feel like now that I have this new perspective, sometimes I do find it fun. I'm like, wow, I'm hanging up this pair of shorts. Like, this is lit, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm existing and I'm touching all these new textures. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And you're but also helping people out, you're right? You're helping people out. But then it's hard, you know? When it gets so repetitive, it no longer feels like this exciting thing. It feels like, right. okay, this is just my everyday and it kind Boring of Boring kind of thing. Mm. I know, but at the same time, what intrigues me about winners is that there's always just different people around, you know? And I like just, just I guess, being around people. Because mm-hmm. I grew up, like, in my country, full of people, like, people all around me. And when I came here, there's, like, n- almost no one. Um. So would it's you kinda... say you're, like, an extrovert? See, when I was a kid, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. But then, as I'm growing up, people label me as an extrovert, so I guess I am most of the time. Mm-hmm. But I have introvert days, too, it's just where I just don't want to talk okay. to anyone. So it just depends on your mood. That yeah. Day. Okay. But I guess more or less, yeah, extrovert. Because I just like hanging out around people, you know? Mm-hmm. I like people. Yeah. I think um, inherently all people are good. But okay. it's the conditioning that they get that makes them either good or bad. Or, yeah, bad. Like okay. evil. Okay. And societal standards, I guess. Um, okay. I guess you could talk about like you know people who grew up in gangs or like yeah. terrorists whatever like they grew up in that so they're kind of like conditioned to be evil yeah but what about psychopaths there are humans like literally a five-year-old boy could be exhibiting signs of psychopathy by killing his pet hamster right by microwaving him like but is then, he evil or is he good if but his nature is basically to be evil i know but at the same time since he's five years old i could believe that he has had some i guess bad experiences with his parents or no let's assume he had a perfect life perfect okay. family and uh-huh. good experiences no trauma he's just he's just messed up like his he's brain inherently e- evil because oh, okay. psychopaths are you know they lack the ability to feel empathy mm-hmm. like that's actually what they lack so that's why they they do things with no remorse they're like why not you know right mm-hmm. i don't know actually in that situation oh, okay. like i guess they are inherently evil then yeah. But there are very few people like that in the world. Psychopaths? I mean, I guess. Like, I guess one in a thousand. Um, <laughs> one in a thousand. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple billion people, so there's one in a thousand. If you met, because you probably met at least, like, what, 50,000 people in your life? Probably. And you're saying there's one in a thousand. I mean, you've met, <laughs> like, doing the math now. You met at least, like, 50 psychopaths. Probably. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, more nowadays, definitely. I think. Why? Because of the society we live in and no, just everything going around. No, because that's something you're born with. That's not... Oh, I guess. I mm-hmm. mean, you can become a psychopath, though, right? No. Throughout your life, you no, can't? No, no, no. You're, you're born, born with it? With, yeah, you're born with it. Your brain literally... Because there's a part in your brain that lacks... That basically determines empathy, right? Mm-hmm. And they actually... They got a, a monk to meditate mm-hmm. specifically on the idea of empathy. Uh-huh. And then this area in the brain, because they did an MRI scan and it lit up. So they're yeah. like, okay, that's the empathy center. Oh, okay. And psychopaths literally don't have that in their brain. Like it's missing. Like it's missing. Like no amount of therapy, cognitive behavior. Holy shit. Whatever. Nothing can fix it because they literally, they can learn. Uh-huh. 
like okay i shouldn't kill people because that's bad Mm -hmm. but i mean their instinct is to their instinct is to just do whatever they want because they they have no remorse like i'm gonna kill someone why not and have you also noticed that like in society if you tell someone not to do something they get more uh, motivated to do that thing Mm-hmm. it's like if you tell someone to not do drugs like for example kids if you're a parent you tell your kid not to do drugs he'll be intrigued to do drugs even more because yeah. he wants to figure out what that thing is and i get it it's like why not why shouldn't i do it like who are you to t- like who is yeah. setting the rules right yeah you know or if i'm about to like wash dishes i'm literally about to do it and my yeah. mom was like wash the dishes i'm kind of like yeah oh my god i, I was fucking literally feel you. about to but now i kind of don't want don't to. want to yeah you know because you're commanding me to. you're commanding me and i'm like yeah i'm a free person yeah you know <laughs> it begs the question like why are you more important than me just because you're older than me yeah you know like yeah i feel that but that's how i feel about everything i feel like if if you were to meet the queen yeah weren't aren't you supposed to be like oh hello your majesty or whatever they do yeah. to the queen but I'm like, this is just some old lady. Like, there's nothing special about her. What has she done that's what so has special? She done, you know? Right? Like, sit on her throne, drink fucking tea all day yeah, long. Yeah, exactly. She probably has a lot of sus stuff that she does. Oh, I bet royalty. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they have, like, I don't know, weird stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, the only people I would actually admire are actual, like, you know, heroes, like people who do actually, like, good stuff. Yeah. Like monks and stuff. Yeah. Dalai Lama and stuff like that. Yes. People like those. They've Not actually done something with their lives. See, yes. But then sometimes I'm like, okay, but they're famous. Like the Pope. Mm-hmm. Isn't he supposed to be the representation of, what, Catholicism, Christianity? Catholicism, I think. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever it is. And But then I'm like, you know, that's sus. That's mm-hmm. sus to me. Because I'm Why? like, I don't know. Just It just is? <laughs> it just is. Well, did you know that there's like... I think 33,000 deviations of Christianity. Like 33,000 branches of Christianity. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up to me. Everything is. And then just the whole idea of religion because... Yeah. You know, like who wrote the Bible? Right, yeah. (laughs) Could have been just a fucking like goat goat herder or whatever from Israel. And it probably was. Yeah, probably. To be completely honest. Yeah. And then everyone's preaching it. Like I understand God because I believe it now. Yeah. But the whole idea of like organized religion yeah it's where a bunch of people like, meet and like you know pray I, to a person kind yes. of it's kind of fucked yeah it's kind of fucked. i respect it of course i just don't quite understand it yeah you know me neither you're not supposed to drink because that's haram i'm like hmm. yeah, yeah you know i i just don't understand you question it you question it. that's a good point of view yeah it means just that it means that you're enlightened yeah it proves to me that you're enlightened i mean actually. i like to think so i know the only thing i really realize i have to do is try to be a good person yeah, that's the you only know? real thing that you can do in this in that's this world. That's all you I get. can do, so that yeah. you don't like internally hate yourself. Yeah, you know. And if karma is a thing, then that's the only. I mean, doing good to p- other people is the only real thing in this universe. It is because I guess. karma can catch up to you, and if it doesn't in this lifetime, then maybe it will in the next one. In the next life, yeah. And now it really suck that if the things I do now in my next lifetime, they're gonna come back to yeah. bite me. Because like. like Sometimes I'm like, if all the bad stuff that's happening now, what if it's because in my past lifetime, I was just like a serial killer? <laughs> what if I was Ted Bundy, you know? And now it's all <laughs> coming back to like haunt me, you know? Uh-huh. But uh, is that even my fault? Because I don't even remember it. Right, yeah. Like, it's it's a tough thing because like in one lifetime, it's just the ego that's the problem, right? It's not the soul. Yeah. If you if you um, 
consider those two things different, which I think they are. Oh, yeah. Because thoughts are not necessarily your, like, who you are. They're not you. Yeah, exactly. And that's why when people do psychedelics, they have, a, or even meditation, you can also do it for meditation, yeah. you have an ego death. You literally forget who you are. Yeah. And, you know, you're just sitting there, you're like, wow, like, I'm just existing right now, mm-hmm. you know, and all your mistakes from your past life, it's kind of like, it's gone. Like, why? Whatever. It doesn't like, matter. It's gone. It doesn't matter. Cause of like, I literally can't do anything about it. Right. You know, I can only do things right now. You know, I think God is like, not a person, but it's like a, like a force. Like a or being, like, entity. Like, not even an entity. Like, I think God is like everyone. They say like, we're built in the God's image or whatever, right? It's in every single religion. Mm-hmm. God is in you or whatnot, right? I think what they really mean is that, um, I'll give you an analogy. Imagine if God is the ocean mm-hmm. and then you take a glass of water from the ocean. That's not the ocean anymore. That's a glass of water. That glass of water, if I label it Jayla, it becomes Jayla, the ego or the story of Jayla, mm-hmm. right? Because essentially you're, you're a collection of stories at the end of the day. So that glass of water, it's still a part of the ocean, but now it's a it's labeled differently. Mm-hmm. So technically, aren't you just part of God? Yeah. Like you're technically just God since like you're a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fucked up to like describe, I, but I don't know. When I was tripping one time, I had this like weird thought yeah. that you know we're all made of like atoms and stuff, uh-huh. right? And between atoms, there's like space. Mm-hmm. There's empty space. Yeah. And even though you can be like, okay, this is air, so the particles are more spread out, and this is sofa, so they're more condensed. Mm-hmm. But on a such a small level the space between them is literally the same yeah it is like if you go deep enough yeah it's still the same the space between the atoms in this air and in my hand is the same space yeah and i think that space is the same space that's between your thoughts like you're having all these thoughts but Uh then there's space between the thoughts okay and i think that's what god is it's holy space. shit that's some deep and shit jayla i don't know <laughs> oh <laughs> my god <laughs> I, I gotta meditate on that for uh, for yeah. a while i don't know so you think god is the space in between thoughts because when you're sitting there and you're not really thinking you know you're not happy you're sad you're just you just exist you're there mm-hmm. and in that space the only thing that really exists is Oh, like silence, you mean, kind of. Kind of silence, but it's non-judgmental silence. Right, there's there's just nothing. There's nothingness. It's nothing, but it's also everything. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I get what you mean. It's kind of like the, kind of like a representation of the universe, I suppose, because the universe is mostly empty space. Mm-hmm. And we see that kind of as sacred. So I guess you could say that, in a way, the universe is like a representation of your mind, maybe? Maybe because they're like the planets could be thoughts, mm-hmm. and the space in between them is God, or just empty space. I like okay, so you know the universe, right? Like it's mm-hmm. expanding constantly, mm-hmm. and like kind of. By the way, I left you some water if you want some. Oh, thank you. No problem. Um, okay, so it's expanding. Mm-hmm. You know the man- mandala, right? Just like you know the what? The mandala. The mandala. No. What is that? Like, it's just a pattern. You've probably seen it. It's like sometimes girls have it like as a poster in their room. Okay. Wait, let me Google it. It's basically just a drawing. And it's Mendel. a circle. It's like a flower. Uh, 
Mon- Mand- Mandala? Oh, yes. Mandala. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I know what you mean. Like a thing. circle and then you draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think this is basically what consciousness is. Just art, like sacred geometry? Sacred geometry. And this is what you see when you're tripping. Right. Um, Everywhere. Like you see, you look at the ceiling and you're like, that's all you see pretty much. Right. And I feel like um, your consciousness is the middle. Mm-hmm. And it's constantly like expanding. Expanding. Yeah, because... Yeah, the weird thing is when you're tripping, you see shit always expanding. It's never, like, stationary. It's it's not. It's moving. Yeah. You know? And I feel like because it's expanding all the time. And the middle. The middle is important because... That's where everything starts That's from. where everything starts. And the place where you're not having any thoughts. Right. Like, where you're just being. Just the origin, you could say. The origin. And that's, like, where everything is coming from. You know, and all your thoughts is kind of around it, but like you're really in the middle. Right. You know? Like, have you ever taken organic chemistry? No. In organic chemistry, when you learn about like different um, fundamental like blocks of, I guess, everything, mm-hmm. it's all just like, like cyclohexane or like pentane. It's just like a, it's all like geometry. Mm-hmm. So basically, we're all made of like that sacred geometry yeah like because um cyclohexane is a big thing like it's a big part of life and just the universe itself and like a lot of different types of shape constitute our universe Mm -hmm. so we're literally just art i guess yeah whoever created that art whoever created like uh like fractals you know fractals I've heard of it, but I don't um, know what it it's is. It's basically a mathematical equation, uh-huh. and it's um, it's infinite. Okay. It just keeps expanding and expanding, and I'm pretty sure that's like what the universe is. Mm-hmm. It's just a constant fractal, and like every little piece of it is a reality, and like we're in this current in reality. this reality. Yeah. The universe is just so weird. Just so like weird. I can't comprehend it at all. When I was a little kid, I wanted to be an astronaut. But then, like, as I grew up, I was like, holy fuck, this is insane. Because mm-hmm. we can't even go farther than the moon. So there's no point in becoming an astronaut. I guess it's interesting. It still interests me, like, the sky and everything. You know what's sad, though? That people who live in cities like us, we rarely have a connection with the sky. We don't really see the sky as, like, our ancestors did. Yeah. Full of stars and everything. It's because of light pollution. You don't even see the sky the way it really is. Like, yeah. You see a couple stars, but if you just turn all the lights off, like you could actually see it. Yeah, it's apparently so bright. Yeah. Like you can see it in some areas in the in the world. Mm-hmm. Like we probably don't even need like artificial lights if we live under the stars at night because it's so bright. Yeah, it's it's beautiful too. Like have you seen those um, aurora borealis? Those green kind of dancing solar flares. Like the northern lights. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. northern lights. Those are beautiful. I want to go visit those one day. Yeah, so pretty. Yeah. It, but- um but you know it's also trippy if you think about it because it's like what am i looking into right like am i really on a rock in the in infinite real like yeah in an infinite space basically or am i or is this an illusion right you know could be it could be i think it is an illusion you know like you know and if you think about it like i have my house mm-hmm. and i have it like all my people yeah but i don't see them right now so what if like they're not there right now they're only there as i go there right you know? i've had that thought too yeah like, like what if okay this is like a selfish thought like i've had this thought one time mm-hmm. i don't know if it was 
if it was when I was meditating, but um, it, it felt as if like everything was just like around me and like everyone knew what was going on except for me. So like I was the only one that was kind of experiencing things and didn't know what the hell was going on. Mm. And I felt like um, like a kind of picture going in front of my eyes and that's the only real thing, I guess. That's true, though, because from your point of view, you are the center of the universe. Right. You know? Because you're in this body, I guess. You're in this body, and, like, from this point of view, like, everything's around you, Mm -hmm. technically. Yeah. So, you are the center of the universe from Mm -hmm. your perspective. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is so true. Like, You you blew my mind apart today, (laughs) like, really. So, I don't think it's selfish because it's true. You know, and sometimes I even feel like, I am the only person mm. in the world, maybe. Maybe you're not real. Maybe it's an illusion, right? Like, yeah. I've heard this one person say um, that God is just, um, you're, or you are just always constantly talking to yourself. Because if you're God, then essentially, I mean, essentially, if you're a part of God, then you're just talking to yourself at, at all times. Mm-hmm. Anything going on? You got to go home or something? No, my mom's just she's Mm. crazy but um you know i feel like okay this is actually a very interesting phenomenon that happens with people when they try to become spiritually enlightened Mm -hmm. quote unquote so what you're supposed to do is basically realize that you ain't shit Mm -hmm. that's what ego death is like you realize that i'm not important yeah you're not important you're just you're just exist but sometimes people have the opposite reaction to it and instead of doing that they become um they have self-centered self-centered and they have a god complex where they realize uh, maybe i am god Mm. you know yeah and i actually had this on one of my trips where (laughs) for a moment there i was like okay i am like this is it like i am god (laughs) (laughs) like you literally felt like god yeah i did because like how does that feel like it feels good yeah (laughs) it feels good because you're like okay everything that happens like they're all just a side character and i'm literally creating everything right and i'm here on a mission basically uh-huh. and i'm here to you know learn mm-hmm. you know but in a very self-centered way and that's right. not a good thing well i guess you have to build up the ego first for ego death like you have to have an ego first but everyone for the has death an of ego. an ego well you, you kind of got to build it up like a child doesn't have an ego yes a yes, very small child yes like literally a two-month-old as soon as you as soon as the child realizes that if it cries, it's going to get picked up. Mm, mm-hmm, That's okay. the ego building. Because then he's uh, yeah. going to be like, okay, I don't really need anything, but I'm going to cry just right. so I can get attention. attention yeah. That's the ego. Well, that's the beginning of the building of an it's ego. The, the beginning, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I think an ego is just basically your personality or identity, right? Because mm-hmm. if at the end of the day, your soul is pure, if you if you think about that, yeah. um, then all your... All the stories that happened to you or and everything that you associate with yourself is basically you that's your identity mm-hmm. your stories make up you i forgot where I, was, where I was gonna go with this the stories make up you uh-huh but i i find that weird because is it really you like you didn't choose to be born into like right. who you are but what if you did choose to be born and you just don't remember it right now like you were in that psychedelic state but after if i death. don't if i don't remember it though then that wasn't really me because now you have to look at it as the only you there is is the you in the present moment 
that's your ego speaking though at no yourself. that's your consciousness because that's the only thing you could experience there's nothing to experience except this present moment because uh-huh. if you're like oh the past me did that because that's your thoughts now your thoughts are like right that's taking my... over yeah uh-huh. but that doesn't make sense because there's only the now do you understand i guess yeah what do you mean you guess i don't yeah. know it, it is true yeah you're just like like i didn't expect you to be like this intelligent you, you're just blowing not, my brain apart really, <laughs> i probably sound like like a crazy person no like really you you have views on things that very few that i've like i've met a lot of people in my life Mm -hmm. and i've met a very few people who have thoughts like you or like they break apart things and they think about things the way you do and i think that's like a very intelligent way of thinking like honestly thank you i don't think so i think it's a dumb way of thinking because instead of like you know trying to be happy and living my life i'm always trying to dissect things I don't think that's bad. We need people like that to understand reality. I mean, I guess. I mean, you can help. But why does it have to be me, you know? I just want to live my life and be normal. But instead, I'm over there thinking of like, you yeah. know, if I have a thought, I'm always like, where did that thought come from? Oh, oh, me too. Always. You know, and that's that's how you go insane. So. There's, that's the thing. Like, would you rather be normal, though? And just live a boring life like you you were talking about before? Or would you rather be extraordinary and have to suffer a little bit? Oh, I don't know. Have you ever seen the Truman Show? No. Oh, basically, it's a movie. And yeah. it's a movie about basically a reality TV show. And there's a guy mm-hmm. who's living the perfect life. Right. But it's all a TV show. He's being filmed the whole time. Okay. From birth. But he doesn't know it okay so imagine like he's living a normal american life Mm -hmm. but then he starts to notice things he starts to notice cameras and that people are fake they have a script yeah so then he realizes that everything's fake Mm -hmm. and he leaves the set because his whole life was based on a movie set yeah you know so i feel like that's what people need to question it's like would they rather be in an illusion right where you're happy or would you rather Okay, the blue pill or the red pill. Yeah, yeah, Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Matrix. Like, do uh-huh. you want to know or do you want to be oblivious but be happy? Right. I would rather take the whatever pill makes you realize miserable. the truth. But see, there's no escape though, because you can be like, oh, I'm self-aware, but you still have to live in this society. You still have to make money. Yeah. You still have to eat. Yeah. You still have to. You're still a part of the system. You're still part of the system. That's so fucked. That bothers me <laughs> so many times, Jayla. Like, <laughs> I feel different, but I can't really like you know just live my own life the way i want to yeah because i'm part of this system you know now, i'm part of it everyone i'm just questioning absolutely everything you know yeah a person comes to say hi to me i'm like okay that's fake <laughs> you're being fake to me like why you can tell very easily though when people are just trying to make small conversations yes and now i can tell before i feel like i would just be like okay like whatever small talk but now like i feel like there's always an alternative motive behind it yeah you know and i'm like okay I don't even want to socialize with anyone at this point, you know? Well, most people are afraid to open up because they think their weirdness are not going to be accepted by other people. Because it's not. You know, I'm talking to this with you right now. Mm -hmm. We're like, we're friends, whatever. Mm -hmm. But even to my other friends, sometimes I talk like this and they're like, are you good, bro? Yeah. You know, and then that makes me realize that, okay, maybe I should tone it down. You know, I can't talk like this. Well, certain people people appreciate, certain people appreciate certain things about certain people you know what i mean like it's hard dude i know it is it is hard though i know i've I've met like very few people in my life who appreciate this like way of thinking and like 
very few people who I can have like a you know two hour long conversation about like shit like this. Yeah. Other people has to talk about like you know Instagram or like some other shit like Social cryptocurrency oh, and shit <laughs> like that. You know, or like business. Oh, I just want to be successful in life. I just want to be successful. Yeah, like such an intoxicating word. Oh, word. God. This word success. Like, what does it mean? If everything is an illusion, you think getting material will make you fucking something different something superior no, dude like literally the only thing i want is just peace and love and no drama like but i can't because life doesn't work that way i have to go and make a living and i have to go and you know make a family probably like mm-hmm. find a house like do all this shit buy a car and it's like do i really want to do that right you know? Well, you don't have to. It's it's what we've been conditioned to believe that well, we have to do. You can't just quit. You can't just give up on everything. Like, right. Shave my head, move to <laughs> India, and be like, I'm a monk now. You know? I know, I know. But <laughs> to a degree, you can choose certain things. You can't just like, yeah, d- say what you're doing. I mean, do what you're saying. But mm-hmm. you can choose certain things. Like, you can eat good. You can... If you, if you don't want to have a family, you don't have to have a family. You, if you don't want to work this fucking like uh, uh boring nine to five corporate job you don't have to mm-hmm. you can choose certain things in this life that'll make you happier than if you didn't choose that thing i guess i guess you can also go to india and you know become a monk if you <laughs> wanted to but <laughs> some people do that just I like for a way out sometimes i think maybe i should just like sometimes i really feel to just like go somewhere and just be by myself or like some loved loved one and just be there just yeah. stay there outside of like this bullshit you have to society. let go you have because we have these attachments with things like either they're material things or they're even like relationships you have with people like with your family with your friends yeah and you have to detach yourself if you want to do something like that and that's really hard to do yes yeah yeah like li- life is such a weird thing um have you ever seen uh the last airbender naruto no, I... what the heck? Avatar. The last oh, Airbender. fuck. Yeah, yeah, Avatar. My bad. <laughs> that was embarrassing for you. My bad. Wait, <laughs> isn't the last Airbender Naruto? No, Naruto's anime, dude. Naruto is the guy, is a ninja. It's an anime. Yeah. I, I have watched Avatar, but I've never heard of the name uh, The Last Airbender associated with the oh, Avatar. But he was the last Airbender. Was he? Yeah, because there's the four. There's fire, air, or sorry, yeah. Are you talking water. about like the movie or... Avatar is the anime too, isn't it? Isn't it? It's not an anime. It's a Nickelodeon show. Okay, I watched the movie, but I don't really like the blue people. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm talking about. Have you ever seen the bald guy? He has like an yeah, arrow yeah, in his head. yeah, yeah. That has nothing to do with the movie. The movie is like a different thing. Right. It's okay. like a fictional. Thing. It's a fictional thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the cartoon is also fictional. Yeah. That but it has some clear. truth in it, I think. What the avatar has to do, he has to master all four states. Mm-hmm. Um, earth, fire, water, the elements, and air. basically. All the elements. But there was this girl, Katara, who he liked. Mm-hmm. And he had friends and he had his family. But in order to master all four elements, he went to this monk and he was yeah. like, you have to detach. You have to let go of everyone. Yeah. And that's the only way you can enter the nirvana state. Nirvana or... state, basically, and be like the all-powerful being. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like that really resonates sometimes with me because I'm like, I feel like if I would let go of some useless things in my life, I could, not useless, important things. Yeah. But, you know, it's hard. I don't know. Like useless in the sense that it's useless to achieve nirvana. It's useless to achieve what you like. 
right. yourself. In order to find yourself, you have to let go of some things. Right. And that's not easy to do. It's like the hardest thing to do. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Like, especially leaving the people that you like. Yeah. The most. And you have to, it's like a big step, I guess, to it's become enlightened. Step. That's what like the Buddha did, Buddha did too, right? He left. Okay. He left his like entire he left Existence. his wife and his child. Yeah. I think that's a dog move. Like, <laughs> like no offense. Like, But yes, like, you got to do what you got to do in this life, yeah, I guess. but it's not... Yeah, it, it was fucked up for him to do that, I guess. because you're hurting people you love. Like, yeah. If you're single, sure. But I'm like, you have a whole son. Like, right, yeah. I bet he didn't pay child support, so he didn't left. <laughs> there was no child support back then, you I'm pretty know? sure. So the kid yeah. is like, oh, great. My dad is an all-powerful, like, famous Buddha leader. Yeah. yeah. But I'm... I'm just a nobody. I'm just trying to, like, eat, bro. Like, yeah. you know, and I can't because he left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> but back in the day, like, the way of thinking was, like, totally different. Especially in, like, India and stuff like that. Nepal and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, the spiritual areas, the, like, achieving that state was more important than anything else. Like, even right now, some yogis and stuff, they do that, right? They go in the mountains, like, in the Himalayas and stuff. Yeah. Meditate for years and years. And there's the self um oh god uh where you basically deprive yourself of everything you deprive yourself of food mm-hmm. take cold showers i don't yeah. know why <laughs> um you know and that's all in hopes and that's what the buddha did i'm pretty sure he like deprived took cold showers of food no, no <laughs> cold showers. they don't even have showers probably <laughs> like he just wouldn't eat for weeks uh-huh. in order to achieve the state Right. And then he was like, okay, this is not the way. Right, yeah, he figured it out. He figured it out. And um, he said everything was in moderation or something? Everything is in moderation. You have to live it, like, at a balance, I mm-hmm. guess. But I don't know. There's, it, like, million different philosophies and million, a million different, different philosophies. In religions. Like, what, what, what the fuck do what I believe? What do I do? Because, you know, Buddhism, it seems like, at first, I thought it was such, like, um, okay, you just look into yourself type thing. Mm-hmm. But then he wrote a bunch of rules too. Yeah, she yeah. Was like commandment no, kind of things, yeah, right? Like no drinking, no drugs, no distractions, yeah. no materialistic things. And I'm like, okay, but now this is turning into another religion. Religion. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't feel right either. Yeah. So I'm like, mm. whenever a person becomes enlightened, every like someone has to just associate or build a religion around him. Like always, mm-hmm. it's always the case. I'm pretty sure, like Jesus, if he was real. He never wanted a religion in the first place. He was just like out there to, you know, make life better for other people and yeah, make the world a better place. Yeah, he just wanted to spread love. Yeah, and the truth, I guess. Not necessarily Christianity, just like a love and empathy, you know? Yeah. That's all you can do. And people started associating him with like, you know, the the God, the the son of God or whatever. And no, son of he the was father. just a regular person, just like Buddha, just like anyone else. Yeah, probably. But because we humans, we hate life so much the only way for salvation we think that okay we have to idolize something and then hopefully they'll award us by letting us go to heaven mm-hmm. you know and i'm like okay but then what about like heaven on earth because that's also a thing people are like yeah you have to like do it for yourself you have mm-hmm. to be happy for yourself i I think you can achieve like heaven I on think earth so you know it's a state though it's not like a place or whatever it's not what you're doing it's not what you're thinking it's just yeah like it's like a state of mind kind yeah, of thing state of mind and it could be constant like no matter what's going on like you could literally be that like dumpster trash diving mm-hmm. and you're like this is the best i ever felt you know because you're like i'm so happy i'm just yeah at peace yeah yeah, yeah that's how i feel after a cold shower at peace <laughs> <laughs>
Because, like, have you, ever been, have you ever taken a cold shower? I, like, okay, maybe I take the extreme. Sometimes I take, like, yeah. scorching showers. Like, so hot, like, my skin oh, goes red. Like, kind of, like, a sauna kind of thing? Like a sauna, but it's uncomfortable. Because, like, mm. you know, my blood pressure goes down. And I'm like, right, I might yeah. pass out, but I like it. Yeah. You know? See, that's the thing. Like, because even, like, adrenaline junkies and stuff, that's mm-hmm. why they do the things they do. Because you're really alive when you are close to death. That's when you start appreciating, I guess, life. And that's, you know, that's messed up, though. Because people, you say that to someone and they're going to be like, oh, are you okay, bro? But then that's what we do. They go to Stampede. They take the wildest ride. They're like, oh, I just want to feel something. Then I'm like, you're, like, when you're at the top, you're Uh so scared. Like, it literally feels like you're going to die. But at that moment, you're not going to be thinking about the bills or your ex-girlfriend or your dying dog. Like, no. You're just like, shit, I got to survive. Yeah. You know, and it's scary, but it's probably the best they felt in a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's why they keep, like... Keep doing pursuing it. Pursuing it, yeah. Yeah. What time do you have to leave, by the way? Um, Whenever. Oh, we got time. Yeah. It was, like, an hour long. I thought it was, like, way longer. Yeah. <laughs> are you still nervous, or are you okay? No, I'm chilling. Okay, yeah. good. Because every single guest I have in the beginning, they're like, dude, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say. I feel like an um, idiot and stuff. It but took then, me like 10 minutes to get out of that. And then I was like, yeah. okay, we're flowing. It's fine. Yeah. Like, I keep telling guests, like, hey, there's nothing to worry about. It's just a conversation, you know? I mean, it is just a conversation. I don't know. I guess I was going into it expecting, like, this is a topic and we're going to stick oh, no. to it. No. We're I'm just... not, like, one of those scripted fucking superficial motherfuckers, no. I mean, I guess that's a thing, too, though. I guess. So, like, like, hey, guys, today we're going to be talking about... <laughs> i can't do it though i really can't like i can't fake shit like i'm really bad at faking shit yeah i'm just you know like whatever is happening in me i let it out you just let it out yeah like even yeah. if i'm weird i'm weird who cares i don't give a shit it is who i am you know i own it that's good you know that's a good way of thinking about it i'm not quite there i think you'll get there trust me like you're on the right so. path i don't, don't want to say like oh i'm some like you know fucking buddha or something <laughs> on the top of the fucking ladder no I still have a lot of, like, a lot of ways to go. But is it really a destination or is it just a journey? It's a journey, definitely. So there's no end point. You're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to get there. Yeah. You're, like, you're constantly getting there. Well, it's relative, right? I Um, guess relative to certain people, you could say. Like, relative to people that we work with, let's say. We are on the enlightenment path way farther ahead you know it's kind of selfish to say but it's true it is true right like if you that's the ego talking it is yeah (laughs) it is i'm not gonna lie it is but again like in order to survive in this planet you need an ego without an ego you can't experience love yeah right no you can't experience love without an ego. no because ego that's conditional love that's love Mm -hmm. if you buy me this that's love if you get me this whatever Mm -hmm. but real love unconditional love is like you know, you hurt me. I don't even talk to you anymore, but I still love you. Mm. That's unconditional love. Like the love that you have for your like parents or like your love for your parents or your like your siblings. kids or something. Um, yeah, that's love you have for all people. Mm-hmm. Like equally, you're like right. Oh, I love Hitler <laughs> as much as I love the Dalai Lama. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, because not like oh my god, I love them. I'm in love with them. More like I love his soul, but not I love his, his ego. Soul. And I understand that everything he did, he did it with the knowledge he had at the time. Mm-hmm. And he thought it was the right thing. That's true. But, you um, know... I, I mean, w- fuck Hitler. <laughs> but, you know, that's what I yeah. think it is. I mean, that's how you, you have to think to, like, I guess, 
be better or like to attain that like um meditative or nirvana state yeah eventually right because if you eternal peace yeah eternal peace yeah you said it nicely but if you have like hatred for some some people it's akin to like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die Mm -hmm. right like why do that it is what it is you know karma will catch up to them later if you believe it yeah you know it's not my duty like who am i right he did this to me blah 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 who cares it's not up to you to make the other person learn the lesson it's up to them because it's a journey yeah for everyone and if there's like a force or god or whatever i guess he or she or it will take care of it eventually i believe that i believe sometimes i think maybe like every person that exists is just one person yeah who's living through different stages like you die and you get reincarnated into someone else look at it physically when you die uh-huh. You get buried underground. You become one with the earth and your elements, like you literally get dissected into mm-hmm. elements, right? Yeah. But then those, technically, those elements are still you, right? Mm-hmm. It's part of you. So you're basically recycling through earth, physically speaking. But are you really going back to earth? Or were you always on earth? You, you are came, always are on you earth. You came from here. So yeah. everything you are, it's not like you're going to go back to it. Like you're constantly a part of it. Yeah. So you are earth. We are earth, basically. We are earth. But our consciousness it's, is alien. Yeah. Because. It's something not physical. It's not physical because we don't identify necessarily with our bodily functions, you know? Yeah. You know? So it's like, I don't know. Anyways. I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to ask you a question. Yeah. Um. Like on the topic of Hitler, mm-hmm. sometimes I think, sometimes I think like you know how there's way too much people in the world, mm-hmm. like eight mil- eight billion people or whatever. Yeah, is it eight now? I think it's eight. Damn, wasn't it? Oh, no, I it think was it's like eight seven. Now. Seven billion, but I think it's eight now. It's close to eight. Damn. Close to eight. Yeah, everybody's eight. reproducing still. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't understand get why, but yeah, but I was gonna say, um, what if <laughs> this is a fucked up thought too. Mm-hmm. But what if we had, like, a Hitler today, right? Mm-hmm. But then he was, like, unconditional. So he would, like, kill just random people. Not because he's, like, Jewish. So, like, or... Infinity War, basically. Kind of, yeah. Half like, Thanos. Yeah. I think his up. idea was kind of Honestly, good. he was onto something. Right? I'm not gonna lie. He was onto something. Because th- that way, it's not because of hatred. It's just because he, he, like, he had a good cause in his mind. He wanted to level out the population of the world. So that quality of life kind of goes up. But it had selfish motivations because he had a crappy life. So he's like, right. okay, I'm going to do this and it's going to cause pain to people. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was a selfish motivation from his point of view. Yeah, I guess if you if you go on that evil path and eventually you you become evil, like you take on that evil kind of side, even yeah. if your intentions are good. Yes. Right? It's, it's kind of fucked up. But I guess... I mean, okay, as soon as you take the... You take it upon yourself to do something for everyone else, upon the quote-unquote good for all. Mm-hmm. Then is it really good for all? Like, who are you to decide right. what to do for everyone else? Right. You know? You're not, like, God or whatever. You're not. Yeah. You're not so it's like... But then, like, who... What is going to happen if, like, things go the way it's going right now? We start... Dis- we keep on destroying the world. Population think, keeps on going. I think in a couple thousand years, what's going to happen is we the normies are all gonna die out mm-hmm. and rich people probably the descendants of the kardashians you know Bill mm-hmm. Gates, all those like really yeah. rich people they're gonna live in some type of isolated like huge spacecraft thing that mm-hmm. hits like a million or two people yeah on earth on earth or okay. maybe outside i don't know and we're all just gonna die 
we're just gonna fight for survival until we die right and then the rich people are just gonna live on some type of like advanced right. society or it could be that a natural disaster happens mm-hmm. that way only the hunter gatherers live who, whose job basically is to survive every single day because they're best equipped to survive mm-hmm. compared to us in that case like a very few handful of people in like the amazon rainforest or like um congo basin would like survive like hunter gatherers that would suck because everyone it would just be like a purge like everyone man for themselves they're just gonna kill each other they're like oh you have a bottle of water i'm gonna kill you just for it yeah and there's no repercussions right you're just fighting for survival Mm -hmm. i mean that's what nature is kind of right i guess look at it it's kind of rough it is kind of rough so we complain about this rat race but i mean i don't want to be you know getting killed because someone wants to steal my jacket you true know? true you know so it's maybe it is better to live like this i don't know i feel like just like neg this like negative way of life has always been like a part of this like consciousness or this existence always like it's never just like positive all positive it always something has to go wrong always something has to go bad always there's violence there's i mean the history of humankind has been men showing up in boats Taking whatever the fuck they wanted, burning everything down, raping chicks. That's what they did. Because we choose conflict. Why Why do people play video games? They don't do it because, oh, everything I do, like, it's so easy to win a game. They do it because it's a challenge. Right. And they're going to be like, oh, bro, like, this game was so hard. Like, yeah. me, I won. But that's what life is. Like, the whole point is for it to be as hard as possible and then you win. Mm-hmm. But then you don't really win in life. There's, there's nothing like there's winning. There's nothing like winning. Because you know what? I'm sure there's like like rich ass people out there who have like ten Mercedes and mm-hmm. like a nice house, like a million wives. But million wives. <laughs> I don't know. But it's oh like, damn! Are they really happy though? Yeah. Because they're always gonna be seeking more, and if you're seeking more, that means you're not content with the present. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas someone who has nothing, they could be good with everything they have. Mm-hmm. You know that's why it's so monks, true. Yeah. Like their only thing that they own is their robe and a bowl. Because really? they go around with the bowl and they ask for food. Damn, I didn't know that. And that's it. That's all they have, like those two things. Damn. Oh, and a razor to shave their head. Right, yeah, because yeah. they need that, definitely. Why do they shave their heads? I don't get that. I don't know either. Is it because like... I guess maintenance? I don't know. I've heard of like a theory that some monks think that the soul leaves from the top of the head. So maybe because of that? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was kind of like your stomach, your chakras. Who knows? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, do you believe in like chakras too? the seven chakras i don't know it's kind of fascinating because apparently chakras are just supposed to be nerve a lot of nerve endings in that place yeah so a lot of energies being i guess uh moving through that area that's true like if you're like meditate if you're like in a deep meditative state mm-hmm. sometimes you feel all these like weird like vibrations going through your body you're like whoa like yeah. i've never felt that before yeah and then you're like okay maybe there's more to me than just bones and, and flesh skin and blood you know yeah and that's definitely very trippy sometimes uh, the meditation i do um i feel that like every single day i mean that's the point of the meditation to like feel that um weird yeah. feeling like so meditation is basically i take 50 breaths like deep as fuck as deep mm-hmm. as i can and then i hold it for as long as i can until the point where i think i'm literally gonna die like my brain needs oxygen and then i breathe in it feels it you literally feel the, all the blood from your heart going up to, like, the brain stem. You feel it. Mm-hmm. And that moment, like, your whole body starts, like, vibrating. 
and like your hands start tingling and stuff it's like an alien feeling but yeah. it feels so good it feels like it's like euphoric i guess yeah it is euphoric yeah but then like do you ever get like that weird feeling in your heart where you're just like you feel like you're grounded like yeah yeah you I know do. I and do. that's what i feel and the first time it happened to me i got really scared i was like whoa heart yeah attack? what is this like, heart heart, attack. <laughs> like what is happening heart attack first first thought goes to heart attack <laughs> why do you want to die so badly i mean i don't know i don't want to i don't know i don't think that would be the worst thing dying yeah yeah i think like as I'm you said it's a, it's a cycle right and i think like when i don't think there's any heaven on or hell when you die but i think no. like um the state you uh, achieve when you take psychedelics mm-hmm. that's the realm we go to after we die at least that's what i believe the like, in between yeah like it was a very interesting state because you're like you're higher than your mm-hmm. ego like your ego like it doesn't exist in that state mm-hmm. you're just like that's why you feel so alien because like all of a sudden you're just like here you're like i was always here mm-hmm. but it feels like i'm only here now right you know and some people say like the psychedelic experiences are more real than reality itself like Maybe sometimes that is reality probably yeah probably. could be or this is just the illusion and that's reality well maybe that's why they're illegal because no one wants you to know that right yeah maybe the government already kn- knows it and they do it all the time <laughs> i'm scared of the government i really yeah am. me too like not true though i'm talking about like some type of like i'm sure there's an organization of yeah. people who just know everything and they're just like okay we can let them keep going on keep this fucking race. themselves up yeah yeah I'm sure they, there are, like Illuminati or something. Who I mean, knows? if there is, I want to be a part of it because I'm intrigued, you know? Yeah. I want to know what they know. I want everyone to know what they know. I feel like if everyone got a chance to go on like a psychedelic meditative experience, the world would be so different. It would be so much better, too. So much better. Everyone would just be living like... Happily. In a community well, and everyone yeah. like... People who want to garden, they would just garden. People who want to heal, like they would just be like doctors i guess you know yeah but like you choose what to do and you're functioning together as a society mm-hmm. you know like these they're hella smart like they're living in this tiny thing and there's people who like these who collect the pollen and there's right. ones who like do like all different types of things but together they're functioning as a society as a society yeah and people are like oh well we're some functioning as a society but we're no. not we're really not we're, we're not. so disconnected like if from we each weren't other. functioning, there probably wouldn't people be people talking about this weird stuff. Yeah. Everyone would be like, oh, everything's fine. Yeah. Like, really, we are so disconnected from each other. Yeah. Like, even in a country, even in a neighborhood. I, I don't see some of my na- neighbors come out of the house ever. <laughs> like, there's, like, teenagers my age living, like, next to me or, like, one house afterwards. They never come out of their house. They're always in their phones, inside. I don't know how they do that. Like, my sister is the same. I hate to say it, but she's always in her room, like, mm-hmm. playing some games or, like, doing okay, her own shit, talking to her friends. but effort to go and connect? To my sister? Yes. I guess I haven't made exactly. that if much of an effort. you have to make effort. change, you have to be the change you see in the world, right? Yeah, like it is that. true, yeah. But I just, like... But I get it. <laughs> I <laughs> Do get you have it. siblings? Yeah, I have an older brother, but oh. he moved out, mm. and that really made me appreciate him more. Because now when he's back, I actually want to talk to him. Mm. Like, about real life stuff. Yeah. You know? How old is he? He's 25. Oh, okay. He's yeah. older than us. Yeah, he's older. You're, you're 22, aren't you? I'm 20. 20. How old yeah. are you? 20. Okay. 
Yeah, no, I was gonna say twenty two, not like twenty two, like twenty two. Oh, okay. I was like, wow. <laughs> no, no, I'm straight up just twenty, and yeah, you know. So you graduated twenty nineteen too. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Oh, and then you took a gap year. No. You just went straight to MIT. I no, I took a year to like get into nursing, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you still had to study, right, during mm-hmm. that year. Yeah, I had to study. Like I was in school. Mm-hmm. Oh. One more question I was thinking of asking you: Like, mm-hmm. do you, are you doing nursing just c- because you like it, or because your parents want you to take it? Okay, here's the deal. No, it wasn't. I went into it because I wanted to be a nurse. Mm. But now, this last year really messed me up. Why? Because now I don't even know if I want to be a nurse. Oh, okay, you're you having know? second thoughts. I have lots of thoughts, and you know, I went into it because I always thought like, oh, medicine—that's so cool. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just like, I don't even know what I want to do. I feel yeah. you, yeah. But I don't know if that's necessarily career-wise. I don't know anything. Like, I don't know where I want to live. I don't know who I want to be with. You know, it's just, it's everything. Yeah, I guess time will tell only. Yeah. It, it's so hard, too, for me, too, because I thought, like, oh, I chose kinesiology because that, that was the best thing I could have chosen at that time. Yeah. Except for, like, engineering or some other shit, mm. you know? Because I'm, like, intrigued by the human body and everything. But what did you want to do? Like, what was To your... be honest with you, I've meditated on it a lot. And yeah. I've come up with three things okay. I want to keep in my life. One is music. Mm-hmm. 100%. I can't live without it. Another one is movement. Mm-hmm. And then third is theater. Like, movies and stuff. I want to do something with movies. Like, yeah. I just love movies. Like, a director or something? I had no idea. Like, I was thinking of, like, becoming an actor. But I need, like, training and stuff, too. You can go to film school. Yeah. The, I'm taking a um, film studies course. Or not a film studies course. It's like a introductory acting course. Really? In university next no way. semester. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I was going to take like an acting class last summer too, but I was afraid as fuck. I'm not going to lie. Because I thought like I'll have to go up on stage and like, you know, do shit. Not that I have stage fright or anything, but it's just something different that I've never done before. Yeah. And it's kind of like terrifying to think about of course because like so different from what you've done before yeah and there's a bunch of people just like i don't know if they're judging you i don't really care if people judge me but just it's you know just my thoughts you know just just the thoughts not that i'm like inherently afraid of it just just like think the thought of the future is what um i guess induces the fear that's anxiety because you're anxious about what's going to happen. Yeah, I guess. Well, you yeah. can say it's fear too, I guess. Because anxiety is like, I guess, a step I mean, higher than fear. anxiety is a fear of what's going right. to happen. But isn't it like a step higher than fear? Like it's worse? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Because it's like constantly bothering you versus fear where it's like it comes in and out when you're thinking about it. I guess. I guess fear is more of a healthy thing. Mm-hmm. It's like you need fear. Yeah. You know? Uh, whereas anxiety it's like you don't need it it's yeah. kind of like dwelling upon you the whole time yeah so what I about guess. you have you like thought about what you really want to do Ah, uh, yeah i just i don't even know it's hard because now i'm like i don't even want to be a nurse anymore mm-hmm. sometimes i feel that because once again it's going to be me working for someone else yeah and i'm like am i even okay with that like am i okay like living my life by working for someone else basically mm-hmm. you know and it's long hours and what's the return the pay is not even that good yeah there's the emotional return it's like oh i'm happy because i'm helping people but i'm like i can do that in a different way yeah you can you can help people in a real way i think 
yeah. rather than giving them fucking medications that are probably going to make him worse. Yeah. Right? Are you anti-big pharma or something? <laughs> big what? Like pharma. Ah, uh, like me- medications and stuff? Yeah. I don't really like, like, modern pills and shit. I think, like, nature has a lot better things for humanity than, like, um, this bullshit artificial shit that we create, you know? Well, I thought about, like, being a naturopath, because that's what they do, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, recently, well, by recently, I literally mean the last few months, but I've been thinking about, like, maybe I want to do this, like, Na- discover myself, and then help others discover themselves. I mean, that's essentially the point of life, right? Yeah. To help people. But then everyone's always like, you have to choose a career where you're doing what you really want to do. So I'm like, that's really what I want to do. But can I make a career out of it? You really can. Can I though? You can. 100%. Like, um, so I've watched this guy named Elliot Hulse for a while in, uh-huh. on YouTube. Like I have a bunch of mentors that literally changed my life mm-hmm. to who I am today. And Elliot Hulse is one of them. I've been listening to him since like grade 11 high school. Mm-hmm. In one of his videos, he was like, if you want to do what you love in life there's a couple of steps in the beginning you're probably not going to make that much money but it's basically like a three-step thing first you choose your love what you love in your life Mm -hmm. second thing is you um, research about that love so you can contribute or give give that love back to society Mm -hmm. third step is that you receive the love back in the form of a living to, to support yourself it's you're not going to make millions or billions but enough to support yourself and your family yeah right and he has like a couple of um videos on that too and this guy is like a self-made entrepreneur and stuff mm-hmm. and this is this is like one of the only entrepreneur guys that i actually believe because I don't trust yeah i know <laughs> i know i don't either like i see those fucking ads all the time like, like Oh, just pay for my affordable two-week program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all my clients, bro. They're millionaires yeah, now. Yeah. And I'm like, I, <laughs> I mean, have a Ferrari are they really in my though? fucking yeah, yeah. I, you know, I know, I know what you mean. But this guy, like you, as we've talked about before, like you can tell when people is real. People are real. Mm-hmm. You know, like they have good intentions in their in their heart and everything. This guy, it seems to me like he has good intentions in his in his mind. Yeah. About like you know helping people and stuff. So. You can give him give him a listen, and basically what he says is like there's there's imagine there's a ladder, mm-hmm. and you're at the bottom of the ladder now, but the ladder goes up as in like so you will have to gain trust from your desired community, okay, and then uh, first you'll get like free participants, and then active participants, people that really like listening to you. My fucking dad is pissing me off. <laughs> um. And then you'll get like people um, that re- like really want to meet with you in person and like learn what it is that you're trying to trying to do or uh, what is what it is that you're trying to give out to the world, like your love. For example, naturopath, you can. That's basically just like healing people, right? Mm-hmm. Through methods and or, or like medications, yeah, and like stuff. herbs and like you know all yeah. that non-conventional stuff. Basically. Yeah. So what you can do is like first you got to build trust. To, so I guess you can. The easiest thing nowadays would be to uh, open a YouTube channel, talk about it, and like you know promote certain things, talk about like scientific shit, build a community. I always wanted to have a YouTube channel, like always, yeah. dude. But it's like, but then there's so much anxiety that I have around it. Like, oh, what if someone from high school finds it? They like start roasting me. What if he finds it? What if like she finds it? You know? Yeah. And it really stresses me out. And I know it doesn't matter. You can yeah. be like, oh, it doesn't matter what people think, but it's like. 
I still feel that like uh-huh. fear, you know. You know, before I started the podcast, I had the exact same kind of like feelings, but um, as I like as I started it, it it gets better. Like you you really don't like care anymore after a while. Like what people think, even if like high school people figure it out or like you know your ex boyfriend figures it out or whatever, you know. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day they pro- they'll probably watch it like once or twice and then just forget about it you know True. what else can they do nothing yeah exactly like there's literally nothing they could do and that's what sucks because i feel like before for humans they would have actual like physical threats to them they were like okay i hope this guy doesn't kill me because i yeah. stole his cow <laughs> yeah yesterday like you know uh-huh. but i'm like thinking about things that literally can't physically harm me mm-hmm. it's just mental harm which means like it's how I'm going to react to it. Right. And that's kind of like what, what I hate about myself because it's like things that shouldn't affect me. It's like it's about how I react to it. Right. And I blow it out of proportion. Yeah, but I think it's everyone nowadays, you know? like True. And I think it'll get better like through meditation and all the things that you're doing. You'll eventually figure out that it's it's like your thoughts are not you. Yeah. So whatever your thoughts give you, it's just bullshit at the moment. You know, but in reality, you know what is true. You know what is going to happen if you start a YouTube channel. You know that you're going to like it. You know that even if he or she comments, that, oh, fuck you or whatnot, you <laughs> won't really give a shit. You know I it. I think all of that, doing all that is good. And it's easy when you're inherently, like, happy. Mm-hmm. When you're, like, content with everything. It's like, okay, like, even though I haven't yet figured out what I want to do, like, I'm happy in this moment. Mm-hmm. But when you're always feeling, like, down it's hard because then it's like what if this doesn't even help me do that because then that's like that what makes you want to do like nothing that's what makes you want to stay in bed and like depression starts that way yeah basically depression right like you're in a state of just like not caring about anything Mm -hmm. but but i think it's the first step that's always the toughest to take Mm -hmm. once you take it trust me like everything will just come easier the next step will be easier the next step will be easier Mm-hmm. and eventually you'll get to the the place that you want to be i guess hopefully the so, place that i think i want to be at yeah it and might change in the future yeah you and never that's know. like so crappy it's like you don't even know your destiny well i don't think there is a destiny it, it's whatever you do every single day whatever you make yeah the destiny it's, you choose for yourself yeah like creation is the only thing that is th- that is inherent or art creation of art is the inherently the only thing that can make a human happy because everything is art at the end of the day from nursing to architecture to business everything is an art retail jobs it's all an art at the end of the day right so creation yeah. is is the creation of art will inherently just make you happy mm-hmm. right because we're we're tied to art yeah that's what we are right as we said like sacred geometry and everything mm-hmm. so it's an expression of ourselves i think so if I would give you like any advice, not not that I know a lot of shit, <laughs> but from what I've figured out, I would say yeah. that surround your life with art, with the creation of art, even if you don't know what you want to do. I think that'll make you happy and it'll eventually maybe um, take you or guide you to the path that your your soul has come to this planet to, planet for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so surround yourself with art. That's what I would, what that's the one advice I would give anyone. Wow, that's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about this shit a lot cuz I've always wondered like what it is that I'm going to do. I always felt different as I said, but I didn't really I didn't really know like how I'm going to fit into society. 
and like career wise and shit like I mean, that. I still don't know. Yeah, I me neither. You don't know well, either. I I know th- three things I want to keep in my life, and I wanna I wanna build my life around it. But I don't really know if it what's gonna happen in the future. It's all on time. Time will tell mm-hmm. what's gonna happen. But I'm gonna do my best in the moment that I have right now to to I guess build that future. Not that I want to be. Th- I don't call that success. I just call that happiness for myself. Yeah. Because right. what is success like? Yeah. It's know. an intoxicating word, success. It is toxic. Yeah. Because a lot of things are toxic. Like the whole idea of like pursue your passion and then be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, build a life for yourself. I feel like that is toxic because it's like, is there really a destination? There isn't. There isn't. But make a, people like make it feel like it is. They make it seem like, Oh, if you have enough savings by retirement age and you have like a nice house and kids and a wife and or like a husband, you'll be then happy or you'll be happy, you'll be successful. Bullshit. 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 Like Bullshit. really. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like that's what hurts because you're like you don't know. You're like, okay, this is what I'm conditioned to believe. This is the future that I always believed that it is mm-hmm. set out for me. But now I'm like, is that even gonna make me happy? Yeah. You know what bothers me is that when I was a kid, I used to think like, oh, my parents know a lot of things like uh, elders can guide me to become, you know, what I was meant to become and shit. But as you grow up, you figure out that they have no fucking idea what they're doing. They don't know. They just been following what they always been told to follow. Yeah. And the thing is, when I try to talk about this stuff with my parents or my family, they are like pretty old fashioned and they Mm -hmm. think. I'm trying to retaliate or they make it about themselves. They're like, oh, you're not grateful. You wish you had different parents. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my mom God. says that all the fucking time. Pisses oh, me off. The toxic immigrant family. Like, we love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I guess I was born into the family or whatnot, you know, but my family pisses me off too sometimes with <laughs> shit like that. As they're listening to you right now. <laughs> oh, I, I've, I've told them this like million times. Like, I think this is a dysfunctional family. <laughs> but it's bad because when you make it out like that, they're going to... You're going to be like, oh, is it my fault? But, like, it's really not. It's not, yeah. It's I not because it's just they haven't allowed themselves to open up to other possibilities. Other possibilities. But they should be supportive and open to you doing it, right? But and that's not. the thing that bothers me. Yeah. yeah. The fact that they aren't, they aren't open and they think they aren't. they're so narrow-minded that they think the, the, the life that they have uh, lived and the point of view that they have mm-hmm. is the right point of view. But in reality, there is no right point of view. Every point of view can be right if you work on it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right? That's the thing that pisses me off about parents. And sometimes I go in deeper. I start remembering about like me in grade five. Like just sitting in class, I would want to go to the washroom. I literally have to raise my hand to go to the washroom. Like, okay, this sounds so silly. It's a basic fucking human right. Because that's what you do in elementary school. But now I'm thinking about it. Like that pisses me off. It's stupid, right? I'm like, why did I have to ask like... Mrs. Can I drink water Anderson or, or whoever her name is? Like, uh-huh. hey, can I go to the washroom or can I get a drink of water? And she yeah. would be like, after lunch or in a minute. I'm like, what the hell? It's, it's wish, a human right. Like, I wish I could go back and be like, no, I need to pee right now. Right now, yeah. I'm going to go. Yeah. You know? It should honestly be like, hey, I'm going to the washroom, not I'm asking for it. going to the washroom just so you know. Yeah. But then when kids do that, people are like, just so you know, your son is very like he's very distracting and he's very disrespectful and shit like that. From ADHD and then you should give him an Adderall. Just yeah. And I'm like, "Hmm, it's so fucked up. Like we we treat kids like that. Yeah. Fuck, it pisses me off. And I and I know like what I'm gonna do different with my kids. Put them probably like in a because now there's schools that actually 
they, you know, because there's different ways of learning. And they look at the kid. They're like, okay, this is his way of learning. And we're going to teach him in that way. Yeah. And I wish I was taught like that. Like in a different kind of private school kind of setting. Yeah. Yeah. Like not like a gifted school, of course. Because that actually messes you up. Even more. Because everyone would be like, oh, you're so smart. You're only like this old. You're so good at drawing. And then look at me now. I'm talentless because I gave up everything. Because I always thought like, I'm better than everyone else. So I don't have to work hard. Right. You know? And I think that's like a thing with lots of people. Because they grew up thinking that, okay, everything is easy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's not easy anymore. And they haven't built up that character to like work hard. Character they have, they don't have the working ethic ethic that they need to have. Yeah, because there was a study. There was like two groups of kids, and Mm -hmm. people who were like, "Wow, you worked really hard and you did really well." Yeah, those kids they're gonna keep working hard and doing Mm -hmm. even better. And then people who are like, "Wow, you're so smart, you did it well," they're gonna be like, "Yeah, I am smart." I'm not just gonna, gonna give up on it. They're just gonna be- give up because they're like, I already have what I need in right. order to overcome it. You know, like whatever happens in your childhood is like so much of a big factor in what uh, what you become in yeah. life. It's insane. It's insane, and childhood trauma is a real thing. Yeah. And sometimes people think that just because you weren't like beaten and raped as a child, you're you're set out for a successful life. But yeah. no, even tiny things. Just like your mom paying less attention to you than your brother or whatever. You being ignored, you trying to say something and someone's like, okay, be quiet, you're being annoying. That little moment can literally like alter your entire life path. It can. Like really. And it does. Yeah, it really does. Mm -hmm. That's why like my fear is like if I'm ever going to have a kid, how am I, how am I to become the best parent I can be? Yeah. Right? That's my like utmost fear. Like, and it's hard because there's no... Like, sure, there's guides on parenting, but it's, it's like... Bullshit. It's bullshit. I don't believe it. And at the day, you're also a person. Sometimes you're going to be tired as hell from work, and little Billy's going to be like, oh, can I tell you something? You're going to be like, no. Like, leave <laughs> Get me the alone. fuck out of here, yeah. And then it's like, then the child's going to be a crack addict, and it's like, it's yeah. not my fault. Yeah. You know, that yeah. I was tired from work, you know? It's so fucked up. Like, yeah. everything is so interconnected. Like, you do one thing, it turns out to be a huge thing in the future, yeah. right? And you weren't even thinking of the shit that so you said. Should- Babies just be made in machines and then just sent to a private like reserve. Yeah. Like should we should we even have the idea of parents or should people just live independently and then we just create more children but they're not like related to any family basically. No, but I think that'll create a lot more problems in society. Like it'll be like disconnected society because they don't know their parents or they don't have connections to like their their origins. It's very important to like know who your family is, your roots. Yeah. It defines you, right? That's but basically the conditioning. So many people are having kids, people who shouldn't have yeah. kids, you know? Like, like fucked up parents and shit. They're so messed up. Or they just have kids because, um, you know, they're pressured to have kids. And then they have, like, low-key resentment for their child. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not going to show it, but, like, it's yeah. going to show in some yeah. way. Yeah, and so. some people have, like, mistaken childs and shit too, right? Yeah. Like, it's a fucked we have a we have a crisis now of parents that are not really um, fit enough to be parents. They don't really know what the hell they're doing. But now there's so many articles of like, oh, the newer generations are not having enough kids to fill the the gap. Because now yeah. what's going to happen, there's going to be so many old people. And that's what happened in Japan. Yeah. There's so many old people and there's not enough people to replace them. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's a bad thing. Like having too many old people? 
No, not having enough young enough people. kids. I mean, because oh. old people. Okay, it's a problem because the old people are gonna drain the healthcare, and the young people have to work for it. Yeah, but um, it's because the young people are realizing things are not as easy anymore. Like you can't just pop out like twenty kids and be like, oh, everything's fine. Yeah, because it's hard. You, it's hard to even live for yourself. Yeah, and now you have to sustain other people too. Like, See, all those problems are like become relevant because we have so much people in the world. Yeah. That's the that's the problem. That's because like you look at nature, and it's like a dualistic nature. Like you're either a prey or you're a predator. Mm-hmm. And if you're a predator, there's very few of you. If you're a prey, not enough resources. Yeah. And the yeah. thing with us is that we don't have any predators except for ourselves mm-hmm. and like natural disasters or whatnot. That's the that's the problem. I feel like we should have a predator. I feel like the predator, oh, like a big like dinosaur who like kills people. Sometimes. No, like some kind of predator. Like, I guess death, disease, and stuff is a kind of a predator. But we need like, I guess physically too. Yeah, a predator, like an animal. I guess. I guess our biggest predator right now is big corporations because they're so mm-hmm. greedy. Yeah. And that's why I don't trust anyone. Like you know, and I find it so funny because they will do anything for money, mm-hmm. but then. It's all fake. It is. They're going to be like, oh, look at McDonald's. They're so, like, so nice for Pride Month. They changed the to, like, a rainbow color. And I'm like, they don't care about you. Yeah. They're literally doing this to get more money from you. Yeah. And I'm like... To include more customers. To include more customers. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, they will do anything just to screw you over. They don't give a fuck about you, yeah. They really don't. Like, society, government, they really don't. That's the problem. And that's the... the the thing that we should change for the future generation right yeah like you're literally gonna go on twitter and see bp tweeting about how you should recycle yeah or kim kardashian's gonna be like oh here's a gofundme go donate i'm like why don't you do it you're the billionaire yeah right you know they're gonna do anything just to make normies okay i don't like to use normies but like just normal regular people average joes yeah yeah they're gonna make them look bad and they're gonna make them feel like we have to do more when in reality, it's they're the problem. Because they have all the money, right? Why they don't have they... the power. They literally have the power to do whatever they want. Yeah. Mm. Like, why don't, like, all the rich people in the world, like Bill Gates, Elon Musk, they join together and, like, use the military to, like, do good things in the world instead of fucking going outside and doing but war shit. Don't. Like, literally, Kylie Jenner probably has enough money to literally uh, resolve poverty in America. Resol- yeah. She, she can yeah. But what does she do? She buys her daughter like a $20,000 present. She has like 10 cars in her garage. And for what? Okay, I like to me, say you know? this, but then what would I do if I, if I were in her shoes? Like That's true. Yeah. Maybe I would also have a island and stuff. Yeah. I like to would. think I wouldn't, but... Maybe you would, right? Maybe I would. I don't know. That's the thing. Most people don't evolve past the 12-year-old age. Most people are stuck at the twelve-year-old stage still. Twelve-year-old. Like, yeah, because um, a twelve-year-old. Well, this is how I kind of think about it. A twelve-year-old will read a uh, poetry, mm-hmm. and he or she will take it literally. Mm-hmm. Not like they won't see the underlying meaning behind the poetry. But if you get more evolved, like twenty, thirty-year-old, you will read the poetry and you will appreciate it for the underlying message that it was trying to give you not like the literal message yeah and most people nowadays most adults you get them to read poetry they read it like literally they don't understand the deeper meaning behind it 
Because most people didn't really grow up. Yeah. They didn't. They're immature. You know, they could have their adult lives and adult relationships and all this bullshit. Bullshit, yeah. But I don't know. They don't really understand it, though. They don't, yeah. That's why we have problems in this world. So many problems. And I think it's it has to start with like good parenting right if we are to change the uh society as you said like change starts from you mm-hmm. i guess we gotta be good parents yeah that's how it starts right at least but if you want to have a family a small change that we're not even gonna see any measurable change in our lifestyle just by you know raising better kids or you know whatever yeah, but then those kids will raise their kids better i mean in the world there's always going to be fucked up people but yeah. the ratio has to be good. I mean, it mature people, more mature people to less immature people. Mm-hmm. And now the ratio is just opposite. It's more, whack because, yeah. you know, and people like to be like, oh, the majority of people are good people. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. Well, they're good, but they're immature as fuck. Immature. But also, like, you can see that their intentions, like, if they have a chance to screw someone over, they will take it easily. Yeah. Especially if there's no, like, repercussions. Like... I learned this from working retail or mm-hmm. from literally driving. Like mm-hmm. people will screw you over just for the, just for doing it. You yeah, know? it's because they get entertainment out of it. I don't yeah. know. Who knows? And sometimes you talk to people who like, they're just like a cool, like a cool guy or like this mm-hmm. regular girl, and you think, okay, maybe this is a potential friend or something, and then they say something, you're like, that's kind of messed up. Yeah. But they don't even realize it. They're just saying it as like a funny thing. Right. They're going to be like, oh, like, I threw a bottle and then, like, I broke this guy's house and I had to run away. It was so wild. Yeah, it's a red flag, though. Yeah, so and they they're, like, like that just is laughing a red flag. about it. I'm like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> wow, it sounds like a lit night. And I'm yeah. like, that's messed up. You yeah, know? It is. But they don't even realize it. They don't even see that there's a problem with it. Well, I guess because they hang out with, like, fucked up people and they have, like, a yeah. bad friend circle. But then those fucked up people are also people who probably think they're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Like, you don't wake up and you're like... I'm kind of a trash human being. I'm just going to keep going with that. Yeah. You know, like. But I'm sure, like, they are not, like, evil because they wanted to be evil. It's because, no, like. No, they were conditioned to be that way. Yeah. It's probably, it's most probably because their parents made them feel like, like, everything is just worthless. You know, like, why? But, um, it's hard. It's probably really hard for them to change because if they ever sit down, you know, to meditate or just, like, to look into themselves, they're going to be like, wow, I actually hate myself. Yeah. I'm not a good person. Yeah. It's going to be then, really fucking hard for them. Yeah, and then instead of fixing it, because it's not that easy, they're going to probably get depressed and then be like, just shut everyone out, you know? I mean, that's the journey, though. That's I guess the, it is. That's the journey, but most people are not willing to go on it because it's scary. Because you have to hit the low point. Yeah. And every time I hit a low point, I'm like, this is the lowest I've ever been. And then I go <laughs> on to the next low point, you know? Yeah, but it's always lower. But that's what makes me stronger. And then, yeah. like, I get out of it and I'm like, wow, like, I really overcame that. Yeah. You know? And that's good. I mean, it's so weird. Like, just, like, small things in your life um, translate to, like, bigger things in the future. Like, I have friends who um, grew up without a mom because their mom died when mm-hmm. they were, like, three or four years old. And they grew up, like, super violent and whatnot, right? And they hit their, like, lowest, lowest point. Like, they were alcoholics and they, you know, they were fighting with their wife or whatnot. And then they got divorced and then they have to figure shit out now. They're alone. Like, it's not child play, child's play anymore because they're like 30 years old or whatnot, right? And they start that journey and it's fucking scary because they've never been on this journey before. They've never looked into themselves. And they, I mean, 
at the end of eventually they become a better person it's a long journey though it's a long journey and it's scary because people don't really talk about it yeah you know like yes they talk about like oh addiction oh you lost your job oh like you you got cheated on whatever superficial shit yeah superficial shit and they're like yeah that's really hard but you'll be fine you're gonna get over it trust me sweetie but it's (laughs) then you're like okay but did they really experience what i'm feeling right now because i literally feel like i'm dying and like everything's just like you know like it's too much to handle and that's why i think it's so scary because it's not talked about enough yeah like that existential crisis people joke about it they make a meme about it but like do people really talk about it though no no there's therapies and shit but i don't think it really helps therapy is not even like normalized to be honest Mm -hmm. if you tell someone you go to therapy they're gonna be like okay you good bro you know you can talk to me right (laughs) right for lifers (laughs) you know people say that like really you know people say that like you could always talk to me but you can't yeah you really can't because they won't understand it They've, they've not been through they're it, They're going right? to judge you, dude. Like, yeah, talk to them. Then they're going to go to their best friend. They're going to be like, bro, I was talking to this girl. Like, she's crazy. She's on some next level shit. <laughs> yeah. And then that's how you, like... That's why people end up in, like, mental institutions. Yeah. People think they're crazy, but they're really just trying to figure out, like, what life, life. is. Life, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's, it's fucked up, like, really. The society we live in and stuff. Um, yeah. Fuck, I was going to say something. <laughs> um hold on i get distracted so easily yeah hold on yeah i don't know <laughs> you have adhd too you yes. know i have that thing too where i can't just like sit around for long like if you're, if you're noticing me i'm like doing this shit yeah i'm like, always moving fidgety. around yeah i mean too i like basically peeled off the skin off my bum <laughs> i always do that though you know yeah i don't, I don't know think it's a bad thing though i mean like it looks bad because if you go to an interview and you're just like sitting like this, you're gonna yeah, be like, oh, I guess. like what is wrong with them? But like evolutionarily, I don't think it's a bad thing. You're always energetic. You don't need caffeine. Like you, you're rising up with the fucking sun. You're going it's to bed. It's all and... about inertia. Inertia? Is that the inertia? Word? Yeah. I, I'm a strong believer. Like when I'm in bed and like in a depressed mood, I just stay that way. Because objects in motion stay yeah. in motion unless an educate external... these fuckers. Yeah. Yeah, educate these fuckers. Okay, that's a new newton's law of yeah motion yeah basically i don't first know first law i think yeah i think it's the first one and that's true when i'm up and about like oh i just went to the gym then i went to work then like i don't want to stop i keep going because i'm already in the motion damn okay you really thought about things that way eh? i really think about it like i think for my first tattoo i'm probably gonna get that shit tattooed on me because i'm like this is literally how i feel when i'm yeah. doing something i just want to keep going you're gonna get a tattoo in the future you think oh a bunch you you want to? Yeah. Don't get any face tats. Oh, face tats? No. <laughs> don't. I'll probably do like neck down only. Mm. I don't know. I don't know about tattoos. Like I was wanting to get it when I was a little kid, but then like it doesn't have any meaning anymore. I mean, don't do it just because you feel like everyone's doing it. You know? Yeah. You have to want it. Yeah. I yeah I kind I don't know I just want it as like a reminder for myself that right like, you just gotta get keep going mm. like that's all you can do right yeah be a good person and whatnot be a good person and whatnot that's also like another thing i have like you're being a good person and that you find meaning in that but mm-hmm. it's like what is the meaning for other people like do other people's existence matters too though it's what like, do you mean what's like, the point of being a good person if nothing really matters oh i guess because you're helping the world become a better place i guess that's i don't know the only meaning behind it i think but that's why there's so many like different philosophical 
you know ideas and everything. ideas you know like this one's more like nihilism where you believe mm-hmm. that nothing really matters yeah because we're all gonna die see um, this is the downside of living with a family like <laughs> whatever you're doing they're always like bothering you well that's okay yeah like fucking knocking on doors or like you know opening garage doors <laughs> or, like getting outside well how many siblings do you have just one oh. i just have a sister okay. the one that you saw right now okay yeah <laughs> that's it though yeah yeah like i don't talk to her too much because like we don't like relate to a lot of things how old is she she's um 18 you should talk to her more i try to more now because she got a job like recently and shit she was like nervous so i was like Mm -hmm. hey don't be just you know (laughs) it's just wow we love support no no no. i just didn't i didn't just say that but like i had like a deeper conversation about like how why you shouldn't be nervous and whatnot yeah because as you can tell like if i start talking i can go on for a while that's good like it's just the way i am i guess i mean you have to carry the conversation because some people won't like they literally would just be like yep (laughs) like you're gonna be like so you grew up here they're gonna be like nope yeah i know that's it they're not gonna be like where they grew up (laughs) like nope i didn't grow up here (laughs) yeah i have had guests on the podcast before literally like that and i was like shit i gotta figure some shit out to say next (laughs) yeah and i say like um um and i'm like thinking about shit to say you know I've had guests like that before. Wow, that would suck. Yeah, I, I know. Would just never... I wasn't expecting it too, you know? A bunch of my friends. Some of wow. them are like really, really introverted. No shade though. Yeah. I'm very introverted. Okay. You don't seem me. like it though. No, okay, I know. Because when I'm with one person, I can go on and on and on. But when I'm in a group setting, mm. like right now, we're just talking, whatever. Yeah. Let's say we go somewhere like together right now and there's like four other people right now. You would probably be talking to those people. I would literally like not say a word right i don't talk in groups like in groups? i can't yeah it's like i guess certain people have that like thing where they're yeah. just extroverted with this with a few number of people literally and then my social battery runs out like literally last night one of my best friends was like gonna sleep over and she was like oh I'm like my friend might pick me up and i'm like okay yeah go ahead because <laughs> i was just like i love her but at some point yeah. you're just like i want to be alone right now yeah like i need time to just like chill yeah and just enjoy my own company mm-hmm I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, I think what I was going to say in that moment was, uh, have do you have like, I'm just like, you know, shifting topics entirely. Yes. Going back to like that um, career topic. Mm-hmm. Have you ever like had, like, do you ever think about things or like envision things and it makes you happy? Like, for example, for me, like when I envision like helping people doing the thing I love, it... Mm-hmm it kind of makes me internally happy like helping people you know move better or like you know making music for the world or whatnot right makes me like feel better about i guess myself like Mm -hmm. when i envision it Mm -hmm. do you have anything like that basically it's what i do at work like not what i'm on cash but when i'm in the fitting room yeah (laughs) if it's not busy and if you ever walk by the fitting room and i'm working i literally just pace back and forth Uh like literally i pace and sometimes, like, my coworkers are always like, are you okay? Like, you, you pace a lot, don't you? And I'm like, yeah. And basically, what I'm pacing, I'm the whole time, I'm just, like, thinking. thinking like, I'm daydreaming, basically, about, like, this is what I'm going to do when I'm older. I'm going to be this person. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be, like, I'm going to be happy. And I'm going to be talking to people. And they're going to see me the way I want to be seen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, I basically just think about my future and, like, how I want things to be. But have you ever thought about, like, anything specific that made you, like, feel happy? Yeah. Like what? 
I would have like some okay I don't necessarily want to be an actor but I did be like oh I would be in this cool TV show and mm. then everyone would be like wow like what a nice TV show yeah and you know just things like that or like me meeting someone and they would just be like wow like you're so like blah 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 yeah. it's a very egoistic thing for sure because you're just like imagining like but you you kind of need it if you're gonna survive in this in this society in the part of the, in the system yeah and I right? feel like maybe it's not a bad thing maybe this is kind of like a version of manifest station yeah you know if you keep thinking about something it's, it's gonna, gonna happen. happen yeah it, it i think it's true honestly i think it's true too because thoughts become things eventually and, and that's why when people are depressed it's so hard to get out of that because you keep thinking these depressed thoughts you're basically like conditioning yourself to keep thinking that mm-hmm. and that's why you stay in that dark place um you keep going back to depression have you ever been through depression yeah you have yeah. like clinically depressed yeah or really when like the whole last year oh really were you like taking pills and stuff for it too yeah i did go on um ssris which is like an antidepressant oh okay oh they messed me up i yeah that's why i don't really like believe in them you know i know they help people but i'm just like yeah they made me worse yeah and that's why i started doing psychedelics yeah you know makes sense you know and it wasn't because like oh like i want to get lit i want to like have fun it was more you needed like, a way out like you needed it was a something. way out it was like either i kill myself or i'm gonna like figure shit going, out figure shit yeah. out you know i mean there's no other way it's there's either no one other or the way. other i feel you because i've been to depression too really yeah like when i was 15 or 16 mm-hmm. younger like when i moved to calgary i literally felt like i don't belong in this world i don't belong in the city yeah and i was like literally crying all day all day long it's a fucking shitty feeling it is you don't want to do anything you just feel like crap the whole time yeah and um you know it sucked and sometimes therapy i started going to therapy just because it was free like it was with my school you know you can literally go to your school and be like hey i need a therapist and they'll give you a free one so i started going and i still am but it hasn't really helped me I've <laughs> I've been to therapy too. It didn't it really didn't help do me either. Shit. Like I love the lady. It's nice to talk to her. Yeah. Because sometimes you talk to your friends, and obviously they're gonna have opinions. Yeah. And they're gonna say them. Whereas for her, she's not gonna say an opinion. She's just gonna listen because it's her job. So yeah. that's why it's nice. But then I'm like, this hasn't really helped me. The only thing that helped me is literally chipping the hell out, like feeling like I'm going insane. And then I'm like, okay, wow, like I actually need to fix it for myself. Yeah, you yeah. Know? that and realization is what that you That realization that literally nobody can help me except myself. You said it fucking beautifully. That's how I figured it out too. <laughs> yeah. Like after a while, like I was on pills too. And yeah. they didn't help me at all didn't too. Help you? No, it didn't make me worse, but it didn't help me at all. My, like my dad is a doctor too. So he was like, oh yeah, yeah you, you need to take pills. It'll help you and shit. He didn't even believe I was going through depression. He was just like, <laughs> stop acting out. Yeah, like, stop like, being sad. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, yeah. we're Bengalis. We don't have time to be sad. Go fucking work. <laughs> Do this. Do that. You know? Like, that was a big thing, too. Because my... Yeah, I have, like, a big, like, father issue. Because I feel like my dad wasn't really, like, a good dad to me. He's very, like, condescending. He's I feel like he's always in a competition with me or something. Oh. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, you're supposed to... Well, you're make me child. a better person, right? No, because when a lot of people, and this is the same with my mom, yeah. like they have kids and they want them to be a better version of themselves. So that's why maybe it is because he's like, everything that I didn't achieve, I want him to achieve it. Yeah. You know, maybe that I don't know, but like. Are your parents like super um, r- tough on you too when you were a little kid? Like in terms of grades were. and stuff too? Grades, yeah. That was a huge deal. Like 
And if my teacher ever made any remarks, I would get so much shit for it. Like, oh, yeah. You know? Like, one day, I was in class, and I was, like, I had an eraser, right? Yeah. And I started, like, ripping the eraser in half. It was my eraser. Like, literally mine. Yeah. And the teacher literally called my mom, and, like, she sent me home. Because she's, like, your daughter is cutting this eraser. And my what? mom yelled at me, and she was mad at me for the whole week. Why did you rip the eraser? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, so you're judging me, too? No, 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 no. Like, know. I'm saying, I'm saying... Your mom said, why did you why did you rip the eraser? Yeah. Or the teacher said, why did you rip the eraser? That's a <laughs> yeah. fucked up way to, like, send a kid home. I know. What the fuck? I even got suspended once, like, in junior high for two days. Like, I couldn't go to school. What did you do? I had a problem with my construction teacher. Uh-huh. And she yelled at me in front of the whole class. Uh-huh. I didn't even do anything wrong. Like, I literally just, like, didn't want to do what he wanted me to do. Yeah. And Which the, wasn't that deep, but, like, you don't yell at someone who doesn't even know English. Like, I literally did not know English at oh, that shit. point. Mm-hmm. And that was very traumatic. Like, I know it's not that deep, but, like, that that traumatizes you. Yeah, especially, then, like, when an older person yells at you. It's a big thing. And you don't, you're not used to it because I always felt like I was sheltered in a way. Because I'm, mm-hmm. the, I'm the smallest. And yeah. I'm also a female. Yeah, Like, yeah. my brother, he could do anything he wanted, basically. I guess, yeah. You know, and I... Us males have just more rights and shit. You know, um, at least in my family, you know, I know everyone's different. But for me, it was like that. Same in my family, trust me. I think at least. Well, I don't don't really know too much about my sister, but I think, I guess (laughs) as a... That's really concerning. (laughs) You should work on that. (laughs) I should, yeah. That's that's a part of myself that I should work on, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to start doing that. See, now there's a new goal for you to work on. Yeah, talk to my sister. But she just pisses me off because... I mean, that's siblings. That's normal. Yeah, she, like... I'm the total opposite of her. She likes to be lazy, I guess. Mm-hmm. She's just inherently lazy, but I am always constantly just working, you know? Like, sometimes she'll eat something and just leave it in the counter, and I'll, I'll wash it for her and shit, you know? And, like, she doesn't cook or anything. Okay, I but cook. maybe you're also, like, indirectly conditioning her. She's like, why should I? Because Zoom is going to take care of it. Right, yeah, I think so about... So why should I clean it up, you know? I think about that sometimes, too. Because yeah. people, like a lot of people, they don't start doing shit for themselves unless they're like, until Forced they're living to. themselves. Right, yeah. Live by themselves, basically. Yeah. You know, like, why should I make my bed? My mom will make it anyways. But then when you're like independent, you have no choice. You have to yeah, do it. Yeah, you have to do it. So, yeah. It's maybe because of that, yeah. I've thought about it a lot, too. And like, sh- my parents do a lot for her, too. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I don't know if it's, if it's that, like, my parents let me do more shit compared to her. Because I think... She can too if she if she wants to do certain things. She, uh, my parents are pretty like open about things. Mm-hmm. They're just a little strict, and just like you know, like every family has fucked up things. My family yeah. has fucked up things too, you know. But see, that's something you and her can relate to that no one yeah. else can. Yeah, no, we talk only, about yeah. that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like we get, we get deeply emotional too Good. about shit like that. I mean, that's a bonding experience that you need to have, and yeah. I think with siblings, like you grow you grow closer as you like grow apart basically yeah because like you're gonna go your like your own ways but then you're gonna like have a stronger bond when you do that Mm -hmm. at least that's how it was with my brother like yeah because growing up he would always like parent me Uh uh yeah we have a five-year difference right he would always be like no you can't do this you can't do that yeah and now we're like pretty much just talking like as friends you know yeah as siblings normally do i guess yeah and that's a good feeling because you don't want to feel like if we connect it where before you didn't really feel that connected. No, there was zero connection. And mm-hmm. sometimes you're like, you just want to talk. Like, we're blood. You're supposed to talk to them. Yeah. 
but then you're like okay like what if they don't understand me what if they snitch on me to our parents you know yeah that, that was that a big happens. thing too you know he when has you're growing up me, yeah you know but like when you're little at least when i was little i was very close to her like we were always fighting like i was i don't know why i was like always fighting with her about shit i guess that's what kids do that is what kids do yeah i was like constantly fighting bothering yeah. her remember <laughs> that <laughs> for no reason at all you know just yeah, pick fights for no reason like it's okay one time i like punched my brother literally in the throat <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's been multiple times where i've like punched my sister in the face and she starts yeah. like bleeding from the nose and bro, stuff bro he like broke my tooth once oh my god but it was a baby tooth so it just, okay it was about grew back again up. yeah yeah i don't know like it wasn't because i hated her or whatever it's just of because not. it's like a kid thing i guess yeah yeah and that's what you do as kids it is what you a do lot of kids. fights i remember <laughs> and then like i remember this like one point um we were in ottawa mm-hmm. and then like i was fighting of course and then i remember like uh i think somebody broke a mirror mm-hmm. i think it was me yeah and then my of course my dad got like really pissed at me and then like you no know, he started yelling at me and shit and then i just stopped talking to her after that because i got like so pissed at her for some reason did she break the mirror no i did but oh. i think like she she like did you want her to defend you or something no 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 like i think i forget what happened but it was like okay. she kind of intri- like not intrigued me but forced me to somehow i think i was like i don't know we were like playing with the mirror or some shit i think and then I broke it, but I don't remember exactly what happened. But after that, I just stopped talking to her. That's all I remember. Like, forever? Yeah, I was like, fuck, I'm never going to talk to her again. And then, like, I kind of go to, like, extremes when I do certain things, as you can probably tell. Yeah. And, yeah, like I just... you're a petty person. Well, not really petty, but, like, I take things to extremes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm going to, like, let's say, accomplish something, I want to, like do it fully like i'm a, i'm an all-in or nothing kind oh, of person all or nothing? yeah that's toxic i know i'm like that too like i'm so like i remember sometimes i would like start a page of notes like when i'm doing homework and yeah. i'll be like i don't like how that looks i'll literally rip it out oh, okay start over again i'll do i'll do shit like that too and it's bad and that kind of like when you're depressed and you have that mentality you literally don't do anything because you're like why should i even bother because i know i'm not in the right state to put my right. all into it uh-huh. So I'm just not going to put anything into it. Right, yeah. Yeah. And that's I've been through bad. moments like that too, yeah. I can relate. That's Definitely. awful because in reality, you should just do the best you can. Yeah. But I just that doesn't click in my mind. Like, I have to, like, do the most. Yeah. I think it comes from, like, your parents just being a little too rough on you when you were a little kid. Probably. With, like, grades and stuff. Because, like, I would, I guess, um, consider myself, like, a perfectionist at things. And it, it has its pros and its cons. And the cons are that you're never satisfied with anything. Mm-hmm. That's a big problem. I guess the pros is that you can get better at things quicker than other people and you're like dedicated and whatnot. But essentially, at the end of the day, I just want to be fucking happy. And I just want to be happy with what I did. Pretty you know? much. You just right? want to be happy. Yeah. That's all anyone wants. Yeah. I just want to be happy. Like, I don't want no drama. I don't want no bullshit. Like, just want happiness. That's mm-hmm. it. And like, you know yeah that's essentially like the point of life right and it sucks because i feel like a lot of people that's all they want too but we're just we can't get to agree on that Mm -hmm. somehow and it's just crappy sometimes yeah but yeah parents are like a big big issue in the world nowadays i think yeah we gotta fix that shit we do gotta fix that shit i mean so what are we generation z are we what are we millennials i don't think we're millennials we're z right 
what's that like the newest generation yeah i guess that's okay i don't identify with the tiktokers oh of course not i really don't like addison ray oh i i can't but um i think our generation will be better at parenting i think so too because we're um more enlightened as a as a whole compared to like our ancestors or not even our ancestors but like previous generations way more um understanding we think about shit deeper just because we would have to we've had to deal with all the shit that they've done and they haven't figured out and shit struggles yeah the financial crisis that they face in the The immigrations and shit when did you move here by the way what year uh 2011 okay so two years before me 2013 okay and you were living in Calgary the entire time? Yeah, the entire time. Oh, so you went to like high school or school here too? Yeah, I went. I started from grade six. I mm. skipped grade five. I just never went. You're too smart. I was too smart. <laughs> just kidding. Um, the system, the school system there is only yeah, 11 oh. years. Mm-hmm. Here's 12 years. So yeah. Um, I went to grade six. Um, it was pretty awful. Mm-hmm. Grade seven was the worst because. I was, well, my family and I, we were living in downtown oh. in a very, like, sus area. Yeah. Like, literally by 17th, I think. Mm-hmm. Just a really crappy apartment. And grade 7 was the worst. Like, I was just getting picked on so much. And I didn't know English. And, you know, it's hard. I feel like for a lot of immigrants, what helps is to kind of, like, get together in a group and just, like, be together. Yeah. But there was no one else from my country yeah like no one else i I mean literally you're the only person that i know that's from azerbaijan and i'm not surprised like there's not a lot of us here yeah so it's hard because i didn't have like anyone to relate with basically did you guys find more people from azerbaijan right now yeah there's a whole community and i have like a good friend from there too but we just weren't together in the same school Mm. you know so it's like it's great to have that support but at the same time like you're not here while i'm getting picked on you know right yeah but yeah, I think um, those yeah. like experiences, because I've been picked on too, kind of builds you as a as the person you are. Yeah. Although it was traumatic for sure, hundred percent. It's traumatic. Like I remember one time. Okay, I was chubby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is really. I think you told me yeah. Yeah, I was chubby, and this guy in gym class, he was like, "Oh, I thought you were pregnant, because you were fat, because I was fat, I guess." What the fuck? And I was like, "Whoa, like what the hell?" In grade six or no grade, grade seven. seven? Okay, I mean, I mean, I'm not sad about it because I know realistically, like he could never pull me now, but um <laughs> damn true yeah uh-huh. like i'm just saying so uh-huh. i don't feel bad but it did crush me in some way you know because like what the hell i mean guys at that age is are pretty fucking immature too very immature but i always had this idea of like because of my parents they're like oh we're gonna go to canada it's so much nicer there like people it's like are heaven nice. almost it's dude. almost heaven it's not like here and i was like okay so i'm gonna go and everyone's gonna be my friend right but Canada's not as great as people no, make it out to be. It's not 100%. There's still racism. There's still, like, all these problems. It's better than, like, U.S., I think. It's better than U.S. But still, it's not. It's no heaven. No. Definitely not heaven. How was Azerbaijan, by the way? Um, I think it was better back then than it is now. It's pretty corrupt. Yeah? Is there, yeah. like, any war or anything going on there? There was a war last year. Oh. It was Armenia, our rival. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it was a pretty big deal, like. A lot of, like, 6,000 soldiers died, I guess. Mm. So Armenia was just bombing our country. Like, what was the point of the war? A war? Just to regain. So a couple thousand years ago, there's a part of Azerbaijan called Karabakh, Mm -hmm. and it was part of Armenia. Mm -hmm. And then last year, they decided to start bombing it just to get it back, I guess. To to bomb the area to get it back? It's a fuck. Yeah. And it was messed up because they were killing, like, kids, civilians, like, anyone, right? So then... 
like we were like okay let's go for a war and our military is a lot better because our corrupt president yeah spends all the money on military, military of course yeah. which i guess worked out because <laughs> we needed it but um yeah so there was a war last year um but they're chilling now i think yeah what about the landscape is it like um is it more like middle east or more like russia uh it's more middle east middle east it's really hot there and humid mm. it's located like I don't know if it's considered Europe or Asia. So we call it like Eurasia because it's like mm. right in the middle. It's it's both. It's close to like Uzbekistan and like yes, it Turkmenistan has, and stuff too, right? Yeah, it shares a coast with Iran. Oh, okay. And, uh, and Russia. Mm. So it's kind of like a mix, you know? In between kind of. Yeah, it's a very rich in oil. Like they have a lot oh. of oil. So I guess it's kind of like closer to Middle East than yeah. Russia. It's closer to Middle East. Like, I think when I lived there, it was more like Russians. Because mm-hmm. I went to school. You had a choice. You can choose the our national language mm-hmm. or you can choose the Russian. So I went to the Russian. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know why, but I did. Do but you know the the national language as well? I understand it, but I'm not good at it. Okay. Like, which sucks because, like, mm-hmm. I wish I knew it. Yeah. But anyways, now the country is mostly muslim because a lot of people from iran like immigrated there? immigrated there yeah so before it felt like it was more like russians but now it's mostly um middle eastern middle like. easterns yeah mm-hmm. which is which is cool yeah. yeah it's just really different when you go back there you're like wow like this used to be my home but it's so like different it feels now. so like alien now it feels so alien and then you it's hard because you don't even know where you fit in obviously i don't fit in there i don't think you're like Years. I haven't lived there in 10 years, but I've been there like three years ago. Okay. But then you come here, you're like, I don't quite feel home at home, home here too. Here, even though I've been here like 10 years. Yeah. You know, I feel most I feel most at home when I'm like in nature around. Um not even in like this box boxed house. I guess like nature kind of takes me back to like my primal your roots yeah my roots and shit i mean that's the best way to meditate like literally like find a huge tree and just like sit on it under underneath or, like, it or whatever yeah not on it you can't go on not it. on it like i mean on it like you lean on it oh, okay not yeah. like climb the tree. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that no um oh that would be fun to climb a tree yeah have you ever done it no me neither i don't i don't have good like upper body strength so i just mm. can't climb things how's working out going it's good I'm yeah. probably going to go after this. Oh, yeah. I got to work out after this, too. Yeah. What time is it, by the way? It's 2.30. Okay. How long has it been going for? Can I end it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Thank you for appearing. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I hope in the future we can do it again. Yes. It was like... It was a nice conversation. It was. It was It was very long. I wonder if anyone's going to watch this whole thing. They will, trust me. Will they? You know, um, you know Annika, right? Annika, yeah. Yeah, like the coordinator? Yeah. She figured out that I have a podcast too and I did it. I have no idea. I have no idea how people are figuring out I have podcasts. How many people like watch this? Um, so I have like one thousand one hundred and something downloads so far. Oh my god. Like on Spotify? Like everything together. Okay, and well, then I'm that's... gonna add your podcast after. Sure, yeah. Have you listened to any episode before? No, I don't even no? know what it's oh, called. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's called the Genuine Convos Podcast. The genuine Convos, okay. Yeah, you're on the Genuine Convos wow. show right now. Does that mean I'm genuine? Yes, you are, or wow. else you wouldn't be here. <laughs> That's deep. Yeah, and I think I'll have um, Annika over, like, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I started talking to her, too, and she's, she's like, she has some interesting points of view, too, 
Like she seems kind of woke. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that about her. I, I didn't know that about a lot of people in winners. Yeah, because it's all like surface level unless like you actually get to know them. Yeah. But everyone has like a big story behind them. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And you don't see the entire story until you like get deeper into the conversation mm-hmm. with them. That's a that's a big change that I um kind of figured out or learned from winners. That like I used to think like, oh, however people are I'll figure it out in like a few minutes. But no. It's that's not really the truth. Like you have to talk to them for long enough time to actually know how they are and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like Bruna, for example, in the beginning. I hope they're okay with me name dropping because I'm not saying the last name, but yes. anyways, <laughs> just so that you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Bruna, like in the beginning, she was so nice, right? And then I got to know her and know her and she's she's the nicest lady. She is. And like she has like a heart of gold, you know, like she she's really fucking genuinely a good person. And I want to have her on the podcast too, but she just she doesn't want to appear. Amazing in a way that I can't like describe, like. She might probably be the nicest person I ever met. Like, just so, like... One of the nicest I've ever met, so too. So kind for no reason, pretty much. Like, sometimes I don't understand how yeah. it's possible to just be so nice to everyone. Like, with no... No, like, no um expectations. Like, yeah. She doesn't expect anything back. Mm-hmm. She's just nice. She just randomly compliments you and shit. Yeah. Like, oh, your hair looks really like, nice. Yeah, you just look so good today. And I'm like, wow. Like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Nice. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, but she genuinely means it too. Of she course. doesn't just say it because, you know, just for the sake of saying it. And just for the sake of... And she always tries to have, like, a genuine conversation. She's never like, oh, it's so nice outside. Like, yeah. No, she's like, oh, how are you? How you yeah. been? Like, how's you know? life and everything? How's life? Yeah. And that's... Because they ask you what you're doing, but they never ask you how you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. On that note, let's end this thing. Yes. Because we both got to work out. Anyways, thank you very much, guys, for listening. And done.